What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another round preview. Finals week two with Hello Sport. Make sure to follow Hello Sport on at Hello Sport Punters and Dribblers group on Facebook or subscribe to them on any podcast platform. Also brought to you by the smoothest, the best beer in the world. This beer, I mean, this beer is made for finals. Like, like when I was coming up with the design, I kept thinking, imagine sitting back in your couch, the footy's on, you've worked hard all week, and you crack open a nice, cold, easy drinking beer. Not fruity, not like, oh man, I can only want, like easy drinking to add to the moment. So go to your local, grab a case of bloke in a bar. It's the, it's... It's a good beer, guys. Trust me. Give it a crack. And people that have tried it, I'm telling you, that most people, very rarely do people say they don't like it. It's It gets a lot of good feedback, guys. It's been reviewed by people that review beers all the time, gets good review scores. And this is like, they review it without even speaking to me. So it's a high-quality beer, great beer. Plus, obviously, you buy the beer, the more we can do with this sports network. So I'm speaking to you. Grab a case of Bloke in a Bar. Support the platform if you enjoy this content, if you want us to continue growing. But as usual, let's get straight into it, baby! Just a Bloke in a Bar. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Bloke in a Bar. Week 2 preview of the finals. I cannot wait. Brought to you by the best beer in the land. You get a beer and a free sports network, or you get a... Sports Network, and you get the beer. Either way, it's the best deal in the country, in my opinion. When you're talking deals, a whole sports ne- network with a beer, that's a pretty good deal. It's a great deal. One of the red-hot deals. Tom and I know deals. Yeah. <laughs> I can spot a deal a mile away. Yeah. Do you reckon that would land me in the JB Hi-Fi catalogue? Because that's the deal of the century in that Ooh, JB Hi-Fi Or catalog. even the Aldi catalogue that Ooh. you get as you walk out. That yeah. one's chock full of deals. Or the center aisle of Aldi, which is deal central. It's mm. just fucking deals on deals. Oh, you want some gumboots? They're in there. Who, who's the Joey of deal catalogues, do you think? <sighs> Look, that's a good one. There was a place in the Southern Islands called Fossies, and they always had some of the great deals. Now, Fossies was a mum and pop shop. It then quickly became Target, so Valet Fossies. But Fossies had some of the great deals the fucking country's ever seen. Yeah, same. a similar place in Dubbo called Payless, and they used mm. to send out their little, uh, their little sort of their deal catalogue catalog every, every Saturday morning, and we'd nip up there with two bucks, and you'd leave with Arthur Stall. Yeah. <laughs> two bucks went a long way oh, long back way. in the day. The beautiful thing about a deal, it's it's almost inherently charity in a sense. Someone's hurting somewhere yeah. for you to get a good deal, you yeah. know? Whether it's fucking some poor kid overseas or an owner of a shop, yeah. someone's hurting someone's for your benefit. Someone's taking a massive fucking haircut so that you can walk out of a yeah. store. Yep. Happy as Larry. Happy as Larry. Now, JB Hi-Fi though, I, in my opinion, in my life experience, the deals they offer, and this isn't even a JB Hi-Fi ad, but when I see the catalogue, something... What it, do you, it, it speaks to me. See, now, I'm not saying you're wrong there. I haven't perused the JB Hi-Fi catalogue as much as you have. What are they? What are you getting? Like, I feel like you go to JB Hi-Fi for, I need a CD player. I'll get it. CD oh, player? Okay. Well, are they CD still player. around? Do you know what I'm Interesting. saying, though? That's what else the fuck Was you JB Hi-Fi even around know. when CD players were fucking Yeah, well, I mean, but you can get anything electronic. You know there. what I'm saying. CD, TV, DVD. The thing about JB Hi-Fi is they'll knock prices off stuff. You'll go, is that the best price you can give me? And they'll go, let me see what I can do. I've always struggled to be the person who's like, can you go sharper than that? Really? I've I've just have always struggled to like- Wait, you can't get the words out? I just, I've always just been like, oh, I feel like, okay, fuck it. I'll just, I just, really? never, yeah. I'm I've a full freight guy. I've gotten better as, as, as I've gotten older. And so since you're like a, in the business side of things, you got to be a bit more of a- uh, when, that, when you walk in, you're, they're but going, in general, there's a mark. Yeah, they will see me. You're a JB Hi-Fi mark. 
because they're like they're offering deals fucking out their ass. Yeah. You refuse to take them. What do you do in Bali? Do you haggle? Dude, I did it Bali once. I didn't understand the trans that what's it called the what's it called with money? Uh, conversion. conversion rate. And this, like this, I was sitting at a restaurant and this Balinese woman came up to the, like the fucking table and she had sunnies or some shit. And she was like, you know, 200 baht. And I'm like, 20 baht. She's like, what? And I'm like, listen, doll, it's 20 baht or nothing. And then she like, was like, what are you talking about? And she was Jean up and I'm like, I don't fucking really want them. I'm getting ripped off everywhere. It's either 20 baht or you can beat it. Obviously I was more friendly than that. Then I don't know, she you're, left. A, you're aggressive, man. Nah, but not to the lovely Balinese. Okay. She then left and then my mate was like, bro, you were offering her like literally 20 cents for those. Like, <laughs> I was like, what? It's like 20 baht. Again, do your own conversion. Yeah, if they had like a like picture. 20 cents, I think I so like, 100,000 baht's 10 bucks yeah, so from was, memory. I was offering her like 20 cents. So he's cents. offering art. And <laughs> Two if they, cents. If they had like a picture of a Westerner that ruins their local economy, it would literally be a picture of you. Dude, 100%. In a big tank scene. <laughs> yes, <laughs> with yes. braids in my Looking hair. Looking to fight people. Yeah, with braids like, in my hair. In. And like, fucking say what? <laughs> say that again? Like you can hear your loud Aussie accent yeah. over the crowd yeah. and it's almost like vomiting away the yeah. good traditional people of the and land. I'm, I'm sitting on the beach with a fucking Yui Boom blasting <laughs> fucking electronic music. And this poor lady who is like probably Just trying seen to fucking shit get that food we've on never, the table. She has seen shit we fucking couldn't even fathom. And you're offering her about 0.20 cents. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Wow. For oh, he's a gentleman. He's a gentleman. <laughs> and, and, and like... Take it or leave it, sister. You want 20 cents for these or not? And it's like, you very rarely do you go so low that they pull out. You know what I mean? She's like, nah. So you're, you're working on two extremes. Either you say nothing and, and wear full freight or you offer. Well, no, but mm. Bali's different because when you go to Bali, I'm thinking, okay, this is sort of part of the culture. Now, JB here. Hi-Fi is the Bali of Australia. Yeah, see, I've never, I didn't know that. I'm mm. Good to know. It is. Good but to know. I'm, I'm How many happy. places you can haggle no. in this country? Yeah. And a good haggle, haggle sometimes it's all about the haggle. Like the, it's not actually the purchasing or whatever you are purchasing. It's about the, the win, you know? Yeah. It's about the deal. Can you still pay cash at the good guys? I don't know. But that was the good deal too. You know what I the mean? cash deals. Going with cash. What, you get a, get a sharper price yeah, and pay cash? Yeah, pay cash, sharper price. That always can confuse me because I'd be like, they'd be like, pay cash. And I was like, so if I use debit card, is that considered cash? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Do that confuse me? Or do you mean actually physical Cold cash? Cold hard. No, cash. they yeah. want like, like, Cold off the country, like off the bush. Off the bush. Off the bush. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Non, um, non-sequential, unmarked fucking yeah. dollar bills. I'm surprised you didn't get a fight. Have you been in a fight in Bali before? I've never been in a fight, so don't worry. But in, except with the Ibis, which, you know. <laughs> but no, I didn't get in a fight in Bali. I got, I got fucking Bali belly within like on the way to the airport home and I fucking was flying by myself and I was basically shitting myself on the flight. It was like the worst experience I've ever had in my life. Yeah, I had um, Vietnam belly. That is a thing. Nam uh, belly. Nam belly. Yeah. Oh my yeah, God. It's rough. Fuck, me head nearly exploded from shitting so hard. Dude, but that's where I'm like, and again, Bali was lovely. Would I go back in a rush? No. And it's nothing against Bali, but it I'm sounds like, like you hate Bali. Well, it's, it's, not a, it's not a place for people with weak immune systems. Yeah, that's true. If you're yeah, gonna, that like, is fucking if you, true. If, I, to go somewhere where it's like shit in your pants is kind of like part of the experience. I just, I, you know what? I know I'm probably missing out on a lot of the good that's there. And it was a beautiful place, but like... No. It's kind of like you already experienced that pretty much every month. So why would you go away to experience Why would that, I go I mean? away to experience something more violent than what I already Do you sit here? across from me like, 
in Australia, I've got kids and I get sick like this all the time. <laughs> Do you say that to the Bali people? No, because I didn't have kids at the time in Bali, but trust me, they would have known about it. They would have known that my immune system, you, you think know, this Bali belly's bad? Wait till you have a fucking kid. Can we cool it with the <laughs> fucking blatant attacks on me here? I'm trying to be very open and honest about my, my struggles in Bali. It was a tough time. I'd just been dumped. I've told this on the Hello Sport podcast before. Yeah. And I got fucking barley belly. I don't want to go back and shit myself in another country <laughs> if I can avoid it. I've been to a few countries and only Bali is a place where I shit myself to the point where I was like, I need help. You need it. Yeah, well. I, I had mean, to get help through the airport and then really? to the plane. Poor little immunocompromised kid with yeah. fucking barley belly. You are like, honestly, of a, a picturesque Westerner. Did they put you Westerner. in a wheelchair? <laughs> <laughs> no, thankfully. Well, I would have liked With one. shit running down your leg <laughs> as you're fucking wheeling through Dempasar. There's <laughs> a trail of shit. So deal of the century, bloke in a bar. Yeah. Deal of the century. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if you can haggle at the following stores, so please don't say bloke in a bar sent you to haggle. Pay give for it a crack, yeah. though. No, don't give it a crack. Don't go. Pay Think whatever they say to pay. You can't haggle here. So we've got... We've got Coon, um, <laughs> uh, we've got Coonamble Bottle Shop. Coonamble, Coonamble. Is that how you say? Canamble, no. Canamble. Oh, Canamble. Yep. Right, this uh, is, bottle I'm shop. Where about is that? This is it Canamble. Yeah. Is it really? Canamble. Country boy, mate. You should know. Man, I I feel like I've always struggled with names, whether it be a person's name or a place. There was actually a comment the other week that was like, my. Biggest joy is watching you fucking butcher every single store. Dude, that's 100%. I, I do enjoy that as well. Shout it's out tough. To, it was I don't know what it is because like, I can talk. No, you can talk. But can't I mean, read. You can't read. I that's can't fine. Read. Maybe you are from the country. Um, well, I am. Uh, Norfolk Island, Liquor. Or you were homeschooled. Steiner School. Um, Norfolk Island, Liquor Bond and RSL. Uh, Liquor Emporium, Marrickville Metro. Steve's Liquor, all stores in Victoria. Wow. Hidden Valley Tavern, Northern Territory. Campbell. Uh, Camperdown, Sellers, Darlinghurst, Goondi. Is that he said? Goondi? Goondi. 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 <laughs> Goondi. Fuck it out. Goondi. That's how it's spelt, though. G-O-O-N. Dude, you, is, that, is that not how it's spelt? You've done well. Yeah, but it's not Goondawindi. Yeah. It's Goondawindi. Goondawindi. Okay. Well, that's Goondi. Goondi. But I mean, Goondi. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. Um, Goondi Hotel, Innisfail. Liquor, uh, Liquor Barnes, Melville, Barons. Perth. Barons, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> Bartlett's Tavern, Rockhampton, Liquor Legends, Hawker, Canberra, Salt Water Creek, Helensvale, Gold Coast, Celebration Superstore, Narangbar. That right? That one was Narangbar. Narang Narangbar. I think Narangbar, Narangbar. Because like, I right. only said, the reason why I said Narang is because like there is a Narang, but it's spelled with an e. I think um, Narang was all right. Narang. So I think that was it's okay. really Nar Narangbar. I don't know. I, I think th it's Narangbar. Narangbar, Narangbar. I think it's Narangbar. But uh, hopefully you guys know where the stores are. You know what? People are probably not even like, I don't know where that store is that he said, so they're probably not even going there. But hopefully you guys go in there, guys, grab a case of bloke in a bar. Uh, as I said, you get a free sports network with it and it, it helps us put on these shows. Without you supporting it, we can't put these shows on. But the biggest news so far of the week, of today, is a great Jordan Rickey versus Thomas Flegler at Man Monday. So allegedly... Uh, there was a fight. Mm -hmm. The fight had turned into a wrestle instead. So initially it came out that they got in a blue and then Thomas Flegger came out and said, we were out last Wednesday night and got in a wrestle. That went, to, went, went a little wrong. And Jordan ended up with a cut on his face. We went our separate ways that night and I gave him a call the next day to sort it out. It was silly and I apologise. We've agreed to keep our wrestling sessions to in-season from now on. Ricky came out and said, Tom reached out to me the next day and we spoke about what happened and we are absolutely sweet. 
I appreciated him being up front and getting in contact, and we're both now looking forward to a bit of a break. Thoughts? They seem like they're trying to pretend like it wasn't a legit fight, but it clearly was. Well, if it was a wrestle that got out of hand, one of them doesn't need to apologise to the other. No. And do you know what I mean? Do they like both need everyone's, to everyone's wrestle on the piss and yeah. sometimes it gets a bit heated. And you might accidentally bang a head and you're, oh, shit, sorry, dude, you all right? But it sounds to me like that it, it may have happened that way and then it escalated and flagless cracked him. So it is a whoopal. It's a fucking whoopal. Fucking oak, it's a whoopal. If you just break down some you of the language You don't trust the beautiful Bronco club no, to tell me. Mate, if someone all. has a wrestle that gets a bit out of hand, like me and Tom had a wrestle on the rum. We've which done had, that. Which we have. fucking oath we have. We didn't call each other the next day. Well, I didn't call you being like, geez, so sorry. Well, we live so together, so it probably was easier. But, but I know but it. But if I hit you. Yeah. That we would have had problems. We, we would have had to have apologized. I would have Hang had on to a apologize. So let me t- let me just get this straight. Let me get this real fucking straight. Straighten it out. Because I'm fucking confused. Okay. You believe Tom Dravojevic slipped in the shower and did his hammy. Tom's but told you us that don't believe <laughs> Bristol Broncos got to wrestle and maybe clashed heads and, and then Tom, said sorry the next day. Tom, let's let's first set out one thing. Tom Dravojevic is. Unimpeachable. He, he doesn't have a lie. Have an you met outstanding him? moral decision. He find himself. No <laughs> football player has ever done that in the history of the game. He was like, you know what? I'm just embarrassed. Guilty conscience? No, because he's just. Because if I'm slipping in a if I'm slipping in a shower, I'm not finding myself. Have yeah, you but, slipped in the shower before? I have actually. Yeah. yeah. So have there I. you go. Have so have I. Yeah. I, my I mate, have you slipped in the shower? My yeah. mate dislocated it. I'm not finding myself though. Dislocated his knee slipping. Teammate dislocated his knee slipping. But I'm not finding myself though. Then I'm like, I slipped in the shower. You but that's because you don't have the no, you don't have <laughs> standing moral citizen like Tommy Turbo. Uh-oh. But Tom knows that he's brought the spotlight onto the club and he's brought the club into disrepute mm. in some way. Look, it's unfair, but it's what happened. And he's just like, I've got to hold myself accountable. Okay. I need to be. I need. I should have been a, uh, a non-slip mat in the shower. That's it. You and a better I mean? role model for the rest of the team because you know he's he's got to set the he's standard. He's got to set the standard. Mm. All I'm saying is reading between the lines that you have provided us. <laughs> But look at Why this. Why is he apologising? We went our separate ways. Like it was a fucking, like you had to be separated. And now they're looking for a bit of a break from each other, which yeah. you've cut out. Yeah. That, yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> from um, look, I appreciated him being upfront and getting in contact with me. That's like, <laughs> that's apology shit. Can I be really honest? Like really honest? That's good news to me. If my, <laughs> if my team isn't getting in fights on the drink, I don't want it. Well, Mate, I don't. I, I just, I've got nothing wrong. I've got nothing no wrong with it. It's just that they're trying to wool pull here, and that is oh, what I we mean, have a problem look, with. Look, if if you're allowed a wool pull at the Manly Seagulls, we're allowed a wool pull here. We did not have a wool pull. I'd Plus, respect them more if they came out and said, "Yeah, we, we threw a couple. Yeah, we threw a couple. We'd had seven hundred rums. It was the off season. We had a so shit you season. you have no grace to go. You know what? If we wool pull, we're going to allow the Broncos. We didn't wool pull. You guys clearly wool pulled. Tommy's never wavered. These guys, obviously younger fellas as well, they aren't obviously media trained well enough. They should have, they've, they've given away everything in the subtext of what they're saying. Maybe he wrestled him and fucking picked him up, put his on his head. That's well, what saying sorry wrestling for. is just a nice way of saying it was a full-blown stink, right? Mm. They're just trying to make it seem less hectic than it was. But from, from our sources in Queensland, it was <laughs> fucking, it Wild. was like a, a WWF no-holds-barred hardcore match. It's fight club. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. No, we've Not got the off season. That's absolutely fine. That's play on. All and we're it's saying also, is, I think we we mark it on the fucking calendar, whatever the date is. First off season scandal. It would have been Tom. Oh, you call it the thirteenth Monday the thirteenth. And that's how long have we been into the off season for? That's like seven days. Mad taken, Monday, yes. Yeah, so taken seven days. It's a week in. I mean, you can even well. It was on Wednesday, so it's actually less when it actually happened. When it actually happened, you were two days in. Is that a record for? Oh, I would say no. Fuck no. That would like, be a record in off season. Surely or, not. 
as if there hasn't been something happen like straight away straight what, off the, the bulldogs, well, the bulldogs was on monday yeah, that was on they were all throwing so up two in the city and shit. <laughs> oh so this was on a wednesday yeah <laughs> they're, right. all, they're all like passed out outside the pubs and shit in the city didn't they have the didn't have that windows like Tape it up and shit. I think they tr- that well, they did, but then they're on a balcony and like swinging cocks yeah, around. Yeah, they're, they're willies out yeah. in the rocks. Look, that was on Monday. I yeah. think it might have been a Tuesday. I think it's Monday. I think it's a great sign for the club. I think look, sometimes you got to get your big alpha dogs. You get your hogs out, and you show what you're working with. Who There's wins that fight? Do you reckon? Um, oh, Flegler. Right, Flegler. Look, Jordan Ricky's too pretty to be getting in a shit like that. Right. You know what I mean? He's a pretty, pretty man. We don't want. He's our. He's our poster child. Yeah. Flegler. We want him getting down and dirty. I like the fact that Ricky clearly didn't back down. You need two big swinging dicks to fight each other every now and then. That's what. That's what is footy's made on, built on. Pressure valve just being released at the end of the, yeah, end of the year. I mean, put it this way. I think it was um, Chad, Chad Townsend was saying that the year that they won the comp was the year they had the most fights. Corey Parker tried to fight me multiple times. Did he? Yeah, it happens. Of course, Corey Parker. I didn't a fucking do anything. It's Corey Parker. Why did he pick a winner? No, we're just you're on the drink. Like you know. Oh, like, and what did he say? Drink. Yeah. No, I, I didn't even remember. I was just like I was dressed as Robin Hood. He was dressed as He Man. Of course. And he, he just was. shirted me. Yeah. And did he punch you? No, he just fucking pushed me and grabbed me by the front of the shirt. I must have been being lippy. I don't even remember. And then it was sweet. We just kept drinking. Corey after Parker that. of middle third mentioned every two seconds. in the commentary <laughs> You need mate. These are fucking big dogs. All together, you want them fucking ripping and tearing. Are you saying I would fit in in a rugby league context because I'm fucking well, the I th- pads? Yeah, I mean, sh- I think sh- that you're actually. Would they respect a man that can't beat an Ibis? <laughs> <laughs> Surely not. Surely well, I think they would have appreciated the fact that you have you tried can't to con- fight the Ibis. Yeah, you can't control your emotions, um, <laughs> which is something that rugby league players have a tendency not to be able to control their emotions. Um, but I think it's uh, you know what, this happens. What, what the biggest concern, in all seriousness, in, the biggest concern is how the fuck did the media find out about yeah. this? And, it's, it, and it, it makes me worried that, like, are they trying to move on Flegler or Ricky? Like, you know what I mean? It's getting leaked that they did that. So that's one strike. You do yeah, another one. You know what right. I mean? It's, it's a public strike. Um, if you had to take a wild guess at how that got out. Fuck. I honestly don't know. May, like, maybe, you know, the boys were all there or there was a someone... Where, I don't know where it was. Did they say where it was? Did it say where it was, man? Maybe like, if it was at the pub, there'd be footage, right? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, so sure. it's at someone's house. We can only hope it was at the pub because I'd love to see the footage, but you'd assume that it wasn't. Oh, the footage otherwise, it would already be out. Yeah. And so that the biggest concern is them getting in, a, them wrestling, not fighting, wrestling, um, and it getting out to the, the public. Like, how does how does that happen? Uh, you know, maybe the boys talk and then someone just mentions something to a manager and it, you know how many things it's got to go through to get, to get through to, to the, the fucking yeah. media? Um, uh, it said that they were out last Wednesday night, so... So maybe it was out and no one filmed somewhere. it, maybe, and the Broncos have fucking done a war pull and taken the tape. And one time I nearly got in a fight. Well, I did get in a fight at the Normby Hotel. Um, You're having a go at me. Mate, well, I'm, I'm the actual footy player, though. You, you're a civilian that shouldn't be fighting random people. So I have an excuse to get in stinks. violent brawls. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> What's it, violent brawl? So this dude, he said something like fucked to the women. And I was like, what the fuck, bro? Anyway, we, we, we nearly got in a fight just to push and shove. You know, you know how it happens in a club. Um, and basically, we got separated, got kicked out. And then I got a call from the owner, Normby. I've told this on the podcast before, but I got a call from the owner saying, hey, mate, can you come down to Normby Hotel? And I was like, fuck me. So I went down there, walked into his office, and he, like, played me the, the clip of it. 
And then he just goes, see this? Boom. Press delete, delete the clip. He said, mate, got nothing to worry about. Don't worry about it. Um, and yeah, Dude, and that was it. The, the fucking stash that motherfucker would have of tapes. He, he's writing he's, a book, I think. Is he? Yeah. Hectic. I would love is that. Is he? And it's like this, like, Dude, honestly, the lost tapes of the Normanby Hotel, there would be oh, some absolutely mate. piggish shit. <laughs> oh, my oh. God. Honestly, the Normanby Hotel has seen some dark, dark things. Absolutely disgusting the things. lost tapes, bro. Dude, that's that that's blockbuster Thomas TV. Podcast on he that. should. He Matt should. Reacting, reacting to the lost tapes. Um, but yeah, so the biggest, biggest concern is how did this get out? Like that doesn't happen. Club what? in turmoil. Club in turmoil. <laughs> can't fights, trust happen, fights happen all the time between mates. Like if you haven't tried to punch your mate or thought about knocking your mate out, are you even mates? That's the question. In fairness, we have come to not blows, have we, Eddie? But we did get close. There one night in particular, mm. cold Bathurst evening. I don't actually. We were on the rum. We mate. We rumbo. So you just don't handle the rumbos very well. Oh, not at that not, age. Nah, not at that not age. It's not when you're drinking it straight. Yeah. Do you remember what happened? No, but I remember oh. like one of us pushed the other one like sort of into the fire. It was yes. like over it sort of a... And then it was... And then we were just fucking... What, mate? Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah? Mate, it's just fun, youthful <laughs> shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, what, you, and we've you never punched on, though. No, but we've no, no, never fucking on. I don't, I've never punched on with anyone. Like with any of my you mates. See, like it's, you're really defending yourself about this never – I think it's probably the fourth time you've said, I've never punched on with anyone. No, with mates. But you said, you've said it – you said anyone. I have with people before, but not really. Wow. Fuck, you're a violent man, bro. No. Fucking punching on with randoms in the park. No, I'm not at all. This, this, this needs to stop because <laughs> I'm going to get fucking uh, – someone's going to come up to me and think that like I'm going to fight back and I'm just going to get ganked in a bar. I actually, that's be actually did get in a fight. About six months ago, in the park, I've told you that story, haven't I? No, no. So, I was, so I was <laughs> like, Fuck. "This is what are like you, fucking 15? Yeah, it, bro. Trust me. Listen to the story. So I'm fucking driving, and you know, if there's a road that's coming along like that, and a road, you know, so it's an intersection, an intersection basically, but it's, it's no, there's no road up there anyway. So right. there's a, like a T intersection. Yeah, pretty much. And so I'm coming up, and there's a car driving this way, a Ute, but there was a truck on the corner, so you can't see over the truck. So I pull out. This guy. Doesn't really even slam his brakes on. Like, just, just like, Pulls slows down. Anyway, so he's fucking blowing up behind me. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, bro, chill out. Like, I can't see you, whatever. Anyway, so I pull in. Um, I park. And so I'm just walking around the field just talking to my brother on wireless headphones. Just going for a walk, going for a walk. Probably about 30 minutes later, this guy walks up to me. Fit as anything, probably about that tall, like, fitter than me. Um... And he was like, and I, so I, I was still on the phone to my brother and he was like, oi. And I was like, and I thought it was going to be someone that, you know, like bloke in a bar or whatever. And he's like, watch how you fucking drive. And I was like, what the fuck is going on 30 right minutes now? later? Yes, 30 minutes later. And he like walked up from like 30, like 40 metres away, 20 metres away, like 20 to, like he was, there's a, there's a gym there. So like he, he's working out in there and he would have been watching me walk around the soccer field. He's like, watch how you fucking drive. I was like, what? And he was like, watch how you fucking drive. And I was like, oh, what? Like, what, what are you talking about? Um, and he was like, oh, I'll fucking fuck you up. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? What the hell is going on? He's like, I'll fuck you up. And I, was, and I said, well, fuck, I'm standing right here. And so he gets in like this dance. Like he's- um, You're ready like to a, throw down. Yeah, he's like, well, fucking let's go. And he gets in a stance. And I was like, at this point, I'm so embarrassed about what's happening. Like so fucking embarrassed. Yeah. Um, he gets so he gets into his stance, throws two leg kicks. And what? Yeah, two you leg check kicks. Him? No, no, because I was just because like you've either got to be in the mood or not. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you've either got to be like wear on or not. And so I was in this weird position of like thinking, 
this is so embarrassing. Like, I'm not going to fight a dude in a park. Anyway, throws the two kicks. And there was this, after it was like this awkward silence because I thought, okay, he's thrown his kicks. That'll be the end. Where of did it. he yeah, kick yeah. you? Just did like uh, like along the back of like my ass pretty much. Like as in wrapped around the side of my leg. To the did ass. it hurt? No, not really. But your adrenaline's pumping. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, oh so I thought God. he gets the kicks out. And I was like, okay, so he knows how to do, you know, uh, he knows kicks. how to fight a little yeah. bit. Um, and I thought that would be it. He got his kicks out. I haven't thrown a punch yet. I'm not even squaring up yet, but he's fully squared up. Then he throws a mad one-two, le- like lands the one-two perfectly. And I was like, oh, fuck, this guy actually knows how to fight. Um, <laughs> oh, shit. But at the oh, same time, all I kept thinking of is like, I can't afford to throw another punch because like I'm the one with everything to lose. Like, yeah. like if, if I do anything wrong to him, I can want to get sued. Maybe he's filming me. Maybe he knows who I am. Maybe yeah, he doesn't. Yeah, yeah. You just don't know. And I've got bloke in a bar is everything to me. I'm not going to lose it like trying to prove this fucking dude. Anyway, so he, he at this point, I'm like, this guy's an actual fucking fighter. <laughs> um, so he throws another one. I duck. I just get his underhooks. I just sweep him. Then I full mount him. And I just like holding his face. I'm like, bro, I'm not going to hit you, but what the fuck is wrong with you? Anyway, so I help him up. Um, <laughs> you helped him up? Helped him up. And I was like, mate, what if your son saw you acting like this? Like, what the fuck is going on? Now he come to life lessons. So... <laughs> he did. He got a life lesson. So, so anyway, I was when I was on. So he's, he had two other mates with him. I was by myself. So when he was fighting me, his mates didn't come over and do anything. But as soon as I got him at full mount, his mates ran over like, "Oh, stop, stop!" This is, you know. Right. Um, anyway, so I helped him up, and I was like, "What the fuck's wrong with you?" Him and his mates walk away. And at that point, so the whole time that was happening, my brother was on the phone. <laughs> so he's like, "No, don't do it, don't do it," because he didn't know what was going on. <laughs> And so I'm like, <laughs> I'm not going to let this guy alpha me out of this park. I'm going to continue walking. So I keep walking around the field. He walks up to me like again, does like a full like Muay Thai on his knees. Like, like you know, they bow to each other yeah. after a fight and that. And I was like, fuck, I get up. Like, this is fucking awkward. What, like an like, apology? Yeah, yeah. And he's like, what? He's, like, he's like, I'm so fucking sorry, man. I Dude, just fucking lost it. What bro, is bro. going on? Yeah, bro, I was wigging out. And there's I was no like, mail on this. There's no... I, I swear on my mother's life. You can ask Randy Matua. It happened like I, I literally that night. I went and did an appearance for like beer appearance, and I had like my face was like fully swollen. <laughs> um, and so he's like, "I'm fucking <laughs> more time yeah. now. What a fucking idiot!" And so he, he says he's sorry, and I was like, "It's all good." I just said, "Mate, like it's so dumb. Like you, you could go to jail if I go to the cops right now. You're fucked. Like, and obviously I'm not going to do that." Um, and I said, plus you're like a fighter. He's like, yeah, I'm a Muay Thai fighter. I found out that he's actually like had professional fights and everything. Um, what an idiot. Anyway, now we're friends. No. Yeah, now when we see each other, we shake hands, we talk. Oh, you see him regularly? Yeah, he's a good bloke. Well, he's, so what, yeah, you he's not for a, beers and shit? No, no, like, like he's obviously oh, not him in, the park. in the park. So he's, always, so he's always in the park and he's also at my local gym, like, the one yeah. that we used to go to. Not a great bloke. Let's just, he might be now, but he did also try and bash you in the park for no reason. Really. 30 minutes after. Yeah. Like if you've got road rage, you don't have it 30 minutes later. No. no I, I think he was with his mates. He was trying to, you know, he didn't want to get, like he's the sure. Muay Thai guy. You don't get staunched by no one, rah, rah. Anyway, yeah, we're, we're mates now. Like we talk and everything. Like whenever we see him, shake hands, fucking what's doing? That's uh, a wild yarn. That's yeah. fucking bizarre. Yeah, and so that that I, I had three beer taste testings lined up, like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and so I had to go with them. Like my face fully up, fully fucking like, kicked out. Yeah. Oh, not kicked. Uh, you didn't kick in. And the it face. was a good clean one, two, two. Um, 
So what's the moral of the story, do you reckon? I should have just walked away. Like, what the fuck? Like, I should have just been like, all right, bro. Like, whatever. Like, yeah, but you can't really turn your back on a situation like that. Yeah. Because you don't want to get fucking coward punched. But it's just like, it's just the whole thing is cringe. Like, even though like, I could have fucking like, like I could have fucked him up. But at the same time, it's like, so cringe. Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm glad I didn't, I'm glad I didn't throw a punch. I'm glad I didn't punch him. Because like, that would, I could have really hurt him. Like, really hurt him. Um, like, bare fisted on the ground when you're in full mount. And like, I'm heavier than him. Um, but yeah. Now we're friends, so it's all good. There you go. Live and learn. There you go. Live and learn. So it sounds like he's a bit of a fighter. He's talking about fucking that guy up. No. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying he's saying, I would have fucked that guy up. He's I, saying, I got full mount, I'd break his fucking jaw, I, I get the cops involved. He thinks he's going to go to prison. I'm here fighting birds. I'm hardly <laughs> the aggressor. And guys with spaces, which I think everyone subconsciously wants to do. But he, I think like he's already a fighter, so like fighting for him isn't crazy. Do you know what I mean? Like if you're it's in his world. Yeah, he's yeah. had professional fighting. fighting. So like I, I can fought. I can understand why like if someone isn't gonna back down to you and you already but you fight. You weren't backing down, you were walking in the fucking park. Yeah, but half an but hour I later. was still standing there going, like, bro, I'm standing right here, like fuck if you're gonna do something. Let's dance, baby. Um but yeah, so and then it was all good after that. I'd but, love to see that whole fucking thing animated. It was crazy because like, coming people, back and be like, oh, forgive me. Uh, I'd like to see the whole thing. As it, as, well, as it happened. Yeah, that'd well, there were people like sitting like, you know, like women having picnics. There was an older guy there that like came up to me after. He was like, man, good on you for like keeping you cool. Rah, rah. And I was like, bro, it was just fucking wild. It was bizarre. I went home and I, like to the missus, I was like, I just got in a fight in the park. Yeah, that's... <laughs> it was so embarrassing. Not another one. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it was, so, it was so embarrassing. Fuck, it was embarrassing. But at the same time... You could have fucked him up. Oh, no, like not even like it's not even about that. Like it's, it's not even you know like nah, he, he, he can fight. He's a professional fighter, but like but being, you're so you're saying you could beat a professional fighter then? No, not saying that's that. That's kind of what I'm hearing. No, I I used to be a footy player, so obviously you've got I'm, some strength. I can wrestle. Yeah. Okay. Um, what would be your like if you were in the UFC video game? What would be your strength? Oh fuck, I don't know. I don't know. I actually train boxing, so I can box. But okay, so you can rest with a ground and um, pound. Sounds like yeah, that's what it does sound. <laughs> yeah. But it full fuck. mount into fucking boom. Yeah, it was wild, bro. But as I said, we're like genuine. Like if I see him now, like I'll, if I see him in a pub, we'd have a beer together and we'd chill out. It was all, all good. That's how it should be. But he could at any point start trying to fight people around you. Yeah. And you're like, oh, no, okay, he's not, this is a nice guy, he's except not, when he's doing this. I know. I genuinely believe it was more just because he's a fighter and like. I didn't just, I could have diffused the situation by being like, all right, bro, sweet, whatever, and kept walking. Because he, his ego got tested by me saying, like, right, I'm not going to back down. That's the concern, is that if you're a fighter and you don't have your ego in check, well, you're you, just going to start punching cunts in the street. No, but, okay, to be fair, like, you aren't a fighter and you wanted to fight Spacer Guy. I'm not I didn't even want to fight Spacer Guy. I was, he, he came up and started, he came up to me, I didn't even approach him. He had spaces. That obviously immediately pinged my fucking antennae. But no, he called me a cunt because I was fucking. I don't even know why he called me a cunt. But I, I mean, remember. we, we literally standing spoke in front about of the screen. it. And you I said, was standing in front of the screen. Yeah, but I was. I would never. I was again in the embarrassing stakes. The last thing that I am going to be is the cunt at the pub at a <laughs> UFC event, and it's like on Nine News, wild brawl at the beach road in Bondi after a Conor McGregor fight or something. You see me getting the shit kicked <laughs> out of me on the side of the road. But he was just being rude, and I was like, I just was like, what the fuck, dude? And what's going on with your ears? But I didn't want to fight him. What was weird though have. after is like I explained. I was like, bro, I couldn't see it because the like truck was there. And it, and when you like say that out loud, it's like 
that's what we fought over. You know what I mean? And like, that's it's the so thing that happened with Spaces weird. where he's like, he goes, I go, why'd you call me a cunt? And he goes, because you told me to get fucked. I go, no, I didn't. And he's like, oh, sorry. I'm like, <laughs> the fuck's going on? But I, I swear to God, like, I actually think he's a decent dude and I would have a beer with him, 100%. Sure. I, I literally helped him I up. Like, I don't have a hate towards him. I would like, never be no Spaces. Hate. I just, I, I understand why he would, his ego would take control. I understand it. I empathize with him. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you've smoothed That's things nice. over. Yeah. Yeah. That's lovely. It's all good. Um, now, on to another great fight that happened recently. Uh, the great Conor McGregor versus Machine Gun Dude. Kelly. He, Bro, what a fall from shot. grace. Oh, my God. Well, he's, f- de- he's denying that it was because he tried to get a photo with him and he said no. Like, so that's what you and I heard. That was, what, that was the reported fucking... What could it possibly... I don't care what it is. What could it possibly be? Like, what do you have to prove to Machine Gun Kelly? Just walk away, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, wh- why are you trying to fight a pop star when you're... A, you, you are one of the greatest fighters that have fought in the UFC, or at least one of the... Easily the biggest... Do you know where's yeah, the yeah. ego? Well, you want to talk about egos? Fuck me! Holy he's got shit! One. Yeah, he's like, got one. And then he's making out, going, "Oh, why would I fight that bloke?" Blah blah blah. I don't even know when who he, he is. threw a punch. Literally threw a punch, and it was so either it's all for show because the camera's on you, and I you're mean, throwing drinks, and you're throwing I, punches you know won't land because mm. obviously he knows that he's too far away. Way. But or he's just fucking. Off his head on the gear. Was, was I the only one watching it just worried about his leg? I'm like, gee, you're moving around a bit much with a fucking recovering mate, broken I leg. Just, like, I just imagine that thing's going... I was just watching it going, I used to love this yeah, guy. Yeah, that's what I thought yeah. immediately. I'm like, you used to be the king of the world mate. and now you're trying to fight Machine Gun Kelly <laughs> at the Arias or wherever the fuck he was <laughs> because... Uh, he nabbed <laughs> you and you asked him for a photo. Well, yeah. an- another yarn is that he wanted to get a photo with Megan Fox. Yeah, and, I heard that as and well. And Megan Fox was like, no, I don't feel comfortable, but he kept trying to take the photo. And then that's when Machine Gun Kelly was like, bro, she feels uncomfortable and like pushed him away. But that's what I'm not getting is like Conor McGregor. Let's say, let's say Machine Gun Kelly did push Conor McGregor. What do you got to prove? Like if you walk away from that situation, no one's going to sit there and go, what a bitch, man. You know what <laughs> I mean? What, what have you got to prove in that situation? Yeah. Um, we well, don't take no shit. Mate, honestly. And, and maybe there's some young people that, like, that listen to this, like 16-year-olds and that. Masculinity isn't about being emotionless. It's about controlling your emotions. Yes. And for a guy that is so fucking good in the ring, for his inability to control his emotions out of the ring, it's shocking. Like, actually shocking. Well, it's not the first time. Yeah, that's what I mean. He punched it with some old bloke at yeah. the pub and then bought the pub and Did won't let him go back there to drink. I know, that's bizarre. That's it's so the petty. Like, that's as petty as it gets. Fuck? Is there not a line that we can draw between Conor McGregor's behaviour here, though, and your now best friend of Muay Thai kickboxer fame, like not being able to control their emotions in public? Yeah, but he... he, he I'm not Machine Gun Kelly and he's not... The You're the Machine Gun Kelly of Australia, though. <laughs> you are a little bit. You are, let's be honest. Of rugby um, league. But, like, he has something to prove. Do you know what I mean? Like, he, I, like him reacting like that isn't a good thing. I'm not saying it's a good thing. It's yeah, a bad thing. But he's a nobody. But he has something to prove. Like, if he walks away from me to his friends, they might think, oh, what a bitch, he just walked away from fucking from Machine Gun but Kelly. But maybe that's the mentality of a fighter. Because that's probably Connor probably still feels that way. And again, what I'm not. I'm not grow up. I'm not um, like defending it, but it just in terms of trying to. And it represents. There's, there's a shitload of fighters that wouldn't react that way. Correct. Yeah. There is absolutely. You're well, right. That, but but that's, that's so. Then that says more about the man, then doesn't it? The well, same way the it sad, says something about the yeah, fucking Muay Thai well, kickboxer. In, well, well, that's this. That's the sad thing that it's like Conor McGregor used to represent 
what it was to be a martial artist and was a semi-good representation of like masculinity and like being disciplined and like honing your craft. But he's always been a wild bit of gear. Absolutely. Like he has always been a but wild But he never, he never was dark like this. This is like cringe, like fighting. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, take, it's certainly taken a turn. He used to outlip people. Yeah. He used just to lip him to death. He was a king of the duel. And it was hilarious. Yeah. He'd fuck, he was witty. I, and I he'd just like bury was... you with his lip. Yeah. Like he didn't yep. need to try and fight blokes. He's lost his like lip. Like Machine Gun Kelly. He's, he's lost, lost a lot his of lip. lip. He's lost it. He's lost his, he's lost his fucking, his aura. Yeah. Mate, he, like. It's, In a big way. It's just bizarre. I, I, can't be, like, I can't believe how much I used to love him. Because I was always with the mind like, yes, some of the shit he says is disrespectful, but it's an act. Yes, you, know, you take it as a whole. Yeah, it's an act. Some of it's... But then when he, when he finishes his fights, even like he lost to Nate Diaz, he turned into like... He was always respectful. He was really good. And you, you could respect that because that showed like the ego wasn't so big then where he couldn't accept that he was bested by a better man. Whereas now he has none of that. Like yeah. he has none of that humbleness or respect or... And he represents MMA so poorly. Like think about... How bad that looks to the the wider world that this MMA fighter can like. It's not it's not even where you're sitting there going, oh Conor McGregor, what a badass! He's just a badass. Like it's just pure cringe, you know. Like if, yeah. sometimes people will do like things um, that are controversial, but it, like it might be another fight. Masvidal's a perfect example. Like um, I think Leon Edwards three uh, three piece in the soda yeah. when he hit him. Now obviously it's a bad look. It's an absolutely bad look. But that, like, they were both squaring up. They're both fighters. And it was at, the, at an event. At an event. After I, that fought. I, and again, not a good look, and it's not professional whatsoever. But that's – then you've got Conor McGregor at the fucking – These are worlds apart, though. Yeah, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. It's Like, it's so cringe. It, I cannot believe it. Um, and then trying to pretend like I didn't know who he was and shit. I'm yeah. like, oh either God. you didn't know who he was and you're acting out like that, which is fucking ludicrous. Yeah. Or you did and you got Nabrad. And it's trying to get a photo. Ludicrous as well. Because that's like, if, if you G'd up because he said no to a photo with you and then now you're pretending that you don't know him after getting nabrad by him, like that's as, that's, that is might be the bottom of the fucking barrel where it's like, dude, you got nabrad by Machine Gun Kelly. I don't even really, like, I, I know Machine Gun Kelly because he's with Megan Fox and I know he raps, but I'm not like. And Eminem called him. Eminem raps. Well, he doesn't, even, he doesn't even rap anymore. He does alternative music. Yeah, right. Like, so he's, he's actually pretty talented. He's just, he's cringe also. But the winner out of all this is Machine Gun Kelly. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't look. <laughs> he is a little bit, but I actually think the winner is the fucking VMAs or whatever it is because they've got coverage out the ass. Machine Gun Kelly still looked like he was shitting his pants, which he should be if Conor so. McGregor was trying to fight you. But like, let's say the, the yarn is of like, him saying to Conor McGregor, no, bro, she's not interested. Yeah, that's like, pretty... He, he gets the win. Yes. Like, that's a fucking a killer. A chivalrous. Yeah. And then, you know... Um, and I'm not even a fan of... Like, I think Machine Gun Kelly's music is 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 good. He's very talented. But him as a person is very cringe to me. I think he does a lot yeah. of cringe shit. Um, but, yeah, I just... I Shows you how short Conor McGregor is in that footage. Well, he's I think five he's nine. particularly he's tall five, as well. He's, yeah, and Machine Kelly, but yeah, uh, McGregor's five foot nine. I dude, think. I think you'd five be, foot nine's tiny. Dude, I think you'd be shocked if Connor stood in front of you how small he is compared to you. Because he's when you see him in the cage, you see him and you're like they're all fucking jacked up, and you're like, Mate, oh, these guys are fucking huge. I I should fight at middleweight, and I look yeah. at those middleweights and I'm like, yeah, that's, that's Adesanya. And shit. God, big boys, big boys. They I, they cut weight so well. Adesanya, are we, are we more heavyweight? Me? You're heavier than me, but like, well, if, if I maybe was, not after you're, my health. You're kid. officially he heavy. Well, am I now? 
I think, if I was I think actually, it's 92 kilos. Oh, yeah, I'm heavyweight. If I was actually kilos, training, I would be down at like 82, 83 kilos. Like if I was actually an athlete again, because that's what I was when I was playing footy is 82, 83 80, kilos. Yeah, right. Um, Which is, I assume, they I'd get be They go like a division up and cut down generally. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So you would be a lot heavy. Yeah. What I, what I, rec- what I think is crazy <laughs> is like... John Jones. John Jones. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> what Tom versus John Jones. Who wins? <laughs> Who wins? <laughs> Oi. Leave it in the comments. <laughs> hey, I, I, I can't see Jones beating an Ibis. No, dude. Jones wouldn't even know what the one? fucking he hates birds. Has he even, even tried to fight a fucking Ibis? Nah, not a native white Australian Ibis. Nah. Well, I, well, no, it was wild. I remember when I was like, I think it was like 16, 17, and I'd never really interacted with any boxers, didn't know much about boxing or combat sport. And one of the older boys was telling a story of like, never judge a book by its color is a footy player. And this, this guy was jack shredded fucking whatever. And he told the story of this guy that was looking like a skinny little doing absolutely nothing, uh, was chatting shit. And so this guy that played for the Clydesdale was like, man, shut the fuck up. The guy stepped up and the, the footy player was going, I'll be able to take this guy easy. And he goes, I, I reckon I, he got about 10 punches on me before I knew what happened because he was an actual boxer. And ever since then, it's always like been so uh, crazy how these little guys can bash the fuck out of literally anyone that's not a combat, you know, not, yeah, not a yeah, fighter. Yeah. Um, how much size doesn't really – it does matter when you're at the elite level, but when you're a boxer, like fighting – you can fight a six-foot fucking three dude. Yeah. If he doesn't know what he's doing, he's going to get absolutely towed up. I remember slightly different scenario, but I was maybe seven years old, maybe eight, and I was at a school fair, and it was like went into the night time, there's like Ferris wheels and shit, and I was on one of those uh, – Swings like they called like a seesaw, but they were the swing ones. Anyway, I was on there with a friend, and then some kids come and like just started lipping up at us. He was younger though, and I was like, "Hey, relax, bro. We're on the fucking seesaw here. Just relax." Anyway, I'm standing off the seesaw at this point. Before I finish telling him to relax, he has cracked me about eight times in the face. I've never been punched before. I've never punched anyone, and I'm like, (laughs) and I'm like, "What the fuck was that?" And then I'm standing there, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" And then I'm trying to like you know defend myself and i'm like i can feel myself crying and i'm like fuck <laughs> and he goes this is a, like a six seven year old kidney starts going oh here come the tears here i'm like no i got alfred so hard dude here come the tears was he like what sort of rhetoric street? is that out of a six-year-old <laughs> oh, oh my god holy fuck surely you're older <gasps> no dude. surely no, was he born oh, come like, the tears out of a six-year-old? I was between... Surely it was not. Like, it was like eight to six. So I was like eight, he was six, or I was eight, he was seven. It was like I'd but never you been... could have been ten. No, no, because it was at my pr- first primary school. That's how I... And was I was he weird in the depths of like the roughest area ever where they're just going to fight for their living? I got hit in the face like eight times and then... Uh, in tears, he called out my tears, and oh I just had God. nothing. And he's like, "Well, you gonna tell your dad?" And I'm like, F- "No." Anyway, I don't know how he got there, but it's still with me. I, it's hell. still with me inside that kid. Wherever you are, and you need counselling. Yeah, yeah, it's like a, a movie. Dude, um, fuck me up. Fuck me up. A, a similar, similar story, like similarish in the sense of a fight. So there was this guy um, at our school, and he was like, oh, he was this weed smoker, the bad boy, you know, just did all the bad shit." Um, anyway, so. We left. We all left school, and we hadn't. He he went and did his own thing. No one had seen him for ages. We were all at the barbecue having a bar, like the school kids were having a like people that went to school together. Now out of school, anyway, we haven't seen this guy for ages. And even at that day of the barbecue, we were talking about, "Have you seen like Sean? Like, you know, I haven't seen him for ages." Rah rah. Anyway, and this is fucking no GST. We're all sitting eating this fucking van, like a old like busted up Tarago or something, screeches up. 
this door flies open and these two blokes like tumble out of it and it's Sean fighting his stepdad. <laughs> <laughs> and he flogged him <laughs> in front, in of, front him. of you. And then he, after flogging him and the car drives off, he's like, oh, hey guys, what's doing? And he came and sat and fucking <laughs> ate with it. So, like, he flogged his he, stepdad. He flogged his stepdad out of a van, like tumbled out. <laughs> Flogged him. That's then like, the wife got out, like the mum got out, was like, stop! Pulled him Jesus back in. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and then he like come and he was like all full derrowed out and had a barbecue with us after. <laughs> it was fucking wild. Well, I was down at Broadbeach. It was fucking wild. Um, Biffs, dude. Man, you love fighting, bro. Chill out. Uh, listen, you're the one that said that you would beat the fuck out of a professional fighter. Oh, give me a break. You're like, he was lucky. I could have fucking bashed the shit out of him and lost it all. Mate, I ever seen Sydney I got on fucked the pads? up by a six year old, dude. What are you talking about? <laughs> Um, now, segment two, finals week one, accountability. Uh, tough week for you boys, tough week. It's Manly Not versus really. Storm, 40. Why was it tough? Because um, you just got tailed up. I mean, fuck, you've, we've all heard of fucking upset wins, shock losses, <laughs> a boil over. <laughs> okay, now. You want that other side of the draw, baby? Yeah. Uh, Manly versus Storm, 40 to 12. Tom's prediction was Manly 24, Storm 8 with Turbo Man of the Match. Not far off. Um, <laughs> Eddie was Manly 28, Storm 12 with DCE mom. Bit closer. Uh, um, and Bit me, closer. Mine was Storm 24, Manly 18 with Hughes, Man of the Match. I think I definitely got the closest to the. Court. I mean, you got the closest, but, but it's you like. Didn't, but you didn't get it right, yeah. though. No, you didn't get it right. Hughes, Hughes was. Are we handing out participation yeah. awards now? What the way you, accountability yeah, works, Shannon, so. is you own your wins, you own your losses, and that for you, you win no money on that bet. But I, but I got the right that Storm beat Manly. Right, but that's... So like, that's a win. That's no, no, a win. No. That's correct. That's accountable correct. No. No, um, we were asked to predict the exact score and provide parlay that rather into a man of the match, yeah. which would have paid huge, but you didn't get it. No. You had 24-18. The You're score coming was to the Kings of Accountability 12. here and we tell you right now that you did not get up there. If you'd said to us, righto, boys, who wins? And that was it. You would have allow up. it. You would have got yeah. up. But you didn't. You said mm. I need correct score, and I need you to parlay that if into a man of the match. If we're like on, we're on, we're playing golf, yep. and you hit it five meters, you hit it ten meters, and then I hit close to the hole. Who's who's closer to the goal, me or you? If the goals are par and you double bogey it and we triple it, <laughs> you didn't get a par. But I've got. <laughs> but I'm closer to the the answer. I'm closer to the goal, so I think I win this one. But it, you didn't but outline that at the start. You didn't say. No, this is some horse You shit. said, let's try and predict the score. You didn't get it right. No. Now, on to, <laughs> <laughs> on to Roosters versus Titans, 25-24. Tom had Titans, 22-16 to with Peachy, man of the match. Eddie had Roosters, 36-12 to with Tedesco, man of the match. Denon had Roosters, 36, Titans, 24 with Radley, man of the match. Did Radley get man of the match? I think he did, didn't he? Well, I, I, for I me, Tedesco was, got it. For me, he was man of the match. Well, so then because I got closest to the final score, do I win? No. Okay. So that's another win for me? It's two from two? No. Sure. Okay. Two from this two? Is, I would Thanks. say yep. no. That's also, uh, but doesn't Eddie get one because he picked Roosters? All yeah. right, I'll give you that. Yeah, two one. No, but that's like we're disagreeing with that basically. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so, yeah. so two nil. Sweet. Now Panthers <laughs> versus South. Well, it's either nil all or it's two one. It's, it's nil all. I'll go two one. I'm happy but to But I that. got Tedesco, so it's tall. 
You just abandoned your morals to suit yourself. You fucking leave me in the trenches here. This is some bullshit. Mate, get better at picking scores. Uh, Fuck, you did. Don't just, blame just, us for your no, shit no, picks. No, 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 no. Um, Panthers v South. We all got this wrong. Um, Panthers. Th- this is Tom's uh, guess. Panthers 34, South 12 with Cleary man of the match. Ed Cleary to score two tries. Eddie, Panthers 46, South 6 with uh, Yo, man of the match. Close. Um, Denon. Panthers 30, South 12 with Kikau, man of the match. I was way off there. I think that Eddie probably, with like, Yaya did play really well. How yep. the fuck? Mm. I'll, give, I'll give one to Eddie there. Okay. Because Yo, Yo did play fucking mad. Yeah. So right. that's the closest to the, the right didn't answer. play that mad. Right. And so Kikau we're just giving mad. people for like being in the right, like a vibe. <laughs> like, yeah, Yao played well. Yo played but well. But it's, it's a bit boring if like you're just like, oh, not nah, wrong, move on. You know what I mean? Sure. Okay. I guess I had a different understanding of what this was. Is accountability. The, is it because you're the zero at the moment? Well, no. It's because we do accountability on about even, and it's like I live and die by accountability because I'm winning on about even. So I think I'm probably just what taking happened this the week loss then? Worse on accountability. On, on well, like right now, you've got nothing right. I, I didn't go well this weekend. <laughs> I, didn't go well. I think I went four from four in NFL. Um, Did yeah. you get one today? I don't know. I didn't. Oh, and also, <laughs> make sure uh, I think you would have known. Make sure on about even uh, to leave the comment with your bet, and then you'll. Yes, we we pick uh, one of the comments in the uh, comment section to take on. Loser gets. If you win, if your bet gets up, you get a case of bloke. Pretty uh, good deal. Now, eels versus knights. Uh, Tom eels thirty eight knights sixteen with Paulo man of the match. Eddie eels twenty eight knights ten. Moses man of the match specifically said that this will be a good game for Mitch. Um, then an Eels 22, Knights 6, Gutherson man of the match. I'll give this one to Eddie. Yep. I'll Did take another one. So yeah. across the round, I'm best. Yep. I think so. Wow. Well, wow. I mean, you've abandoned your morals. You've abandoned your fucking wow. your beliefs. We know who didn't win, that's for sure. It wasn't me. This guy over wow. here. No. I didn't. Um, and I'm, a nice I'm fucking shirt. cut up about it. Um, no, it's Manly Maroon. Obviously, I'm flying my colours. <laughs> now, before we move on to the next one, we'll do a prediction, uh, accountability prediction again for next week. We have obviously the Manly Sea Eagles uh, playing the Roosters. Correct. And then we have the Panthers playing the Eels. I am going to go. We'll do yours first. Manly 13 plus. All right, I need a score. Manly 22. I need a score. Manly 24. Roosters 12. And Jake Jaboyevich, man of the match. Nice. What do you got? 30 plays 16. Oh, I think that Jason Saab. I've also got to change my score because it wasn't 13 plus. So <laughs> it's going to be 24-10. 24-10? Yeah. Okay. Jason Saab hat trick. Jason Saab hat trick. Mm. Wow! If you get that, that's fucking you win the whole week pretty much. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go Seagulls, eighteen to ten, with. Um, I'm going to go Tom Travoyevich, man of the match. Um, yeah, now for Tom, Panthers versus the Eels. What do we got? Actually, you go first. Panthers are paying. Uh, Eels are paying four dollars twenty five. That's pretty value. I think it'll yeah. be eighteen six. 
Uh, Cleary man of the match. I, and this is obviously against every fucking, uh, I think, fibre of my being, but I'm seeing yellow and, and blue in my mind's eye and I can't get rid of it. I, it's just the vibe. Fuel vibe? I hate Parramatta, but I'm liking this like Penrith, Abita's, Ivan's fucking wigging out vibe <laughs> that's going on. So I'm like, imagine if that happens. That'd be great. Wayne will laugh and fucking everyone's like, dude, Ivan, f- shit the bed. So. It'll be a bed shit. It'd be a bed shit. And I'm on like bed shit bet here so i'm gonna say so you're the, vibing a bed shit i'm vibing eels to win Pan, par, uh, penrith going like what the fuck do we do can't win a final uh so i'm gonna say that the eels will score 18 no the eels are going to score 26 points sorry i just had to consult my mind's eye again <laughs> a lot of points wow 26 points from the eels a lot of points for a team that dude i can't help what my mind's eye is seeing and then penrith are going to score 10 and the man of the match the man of the match is going to be Shit. It's going to be Mitch Moses. Mitch Moses? Yeah, sorry. I am going to go Penrith. I'm going to go Penrith 28, Eels 10. And I'm going to go... I'm going to go Matt Burton, man of the match. Boom. Nice, Matt. Dude, he has got some fucking toe. Oh, Watching mate. him play on the... Like, I know that's not necessarily breaking any news, but I was just like... Surprised at how quick he actually Mate, he's was. Incredible. He burnt someone. His potential it. is like anything. Yeah, he's got an almighty ceiling. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, now on to segment three. Major talking points. The NRL have moved preliminary, preliminary, pre, preliminary, final on twenty fifth of September from seven seven fifty to four pm. So they don't clash with the AFL Grand Final. Two weeks ago, Andrew Abdo said they would stand their ground, but they have since. Backflipped on that. Is this rugby league's first loss in a while to AFL? Did we get bitched? I don't. Th- I don't think it's a bitching because the grand final is bigger mm. than a preliminary final. Yeah, I just think it makes why sense. Why would you? Why would you abandon money? Oh, no, you have to I, have something wrong with you if you're like, no, we're going to fucking take you on knowing you'd lose. Well, I just, what, what I mean by bitching is like, why would you come out and say we're not backing down? That was a mistake. That was, that is ridiculous. Absur- it's actually, I think there's a lot of people that would be stoked to be able to go, I can watch good, honest rugby league and then watch the grand final. Yeah. Like, it's an Arvo, it's fucking, I can't even believe they even considered it. The loss is that Abdo said that yes. they wouldn't backflip. And that's, yeah. that's what that's I mean. That's a mistake. Yeah. Because it, he, that he is He basically madness. bitched himself because mm. it wouldn't have been a bitching if you just acknowledged like, well, it's the fucking AFL grand final, right? And of, and the broadcasters would have been like, uh, no, you're not. Yeah. yeah. No, you're not. You're not doing yeah. that. Yeah. Well, how the fuck would you be doing that? That doesn't make sense, Andrew. No one will watch, mate. Well, like, obviously they will, but you're going to lose the fence sitter. Yes, you're going to lose, like... Like, for example... The hardcores will always watch it. People but, love but, their but, rugby but, but there's be, a lot of people that will go... We'd be forced... I feel like I'd be forced... I'd be flicking between the two, right? Like, you'd be going... This is... I may Surely with watch. the cash you got, you can have two TVs going. Well, it's more about the feng shui of the living room. Ah, oh, fair enough. Yeah. You can have the laptop going. But that's but not that's the not point. But that's not how you want to enjoy but it. But that's not the point. What about, you know, mums and dads sitting at home who don't necessarily care for one or the other? It also does, as you say, allow you for an afternoon of ripping and tearing. I think it's – I actually like Arvo. I yeah. love much Arvo. prefer it. I can't tell you how much I enjoyed that 4 o'clock game on Sunday afternoon. Beautiful. I was loving it. It's beautiful. Rockhampton, Brown Park. It's beautiful. Thanks for coming. Oh, and just it just had that nostalgic vibe to it. I, was, I couldn't get enough of it. Mm. I think Abdo 
maybe leave the Landy's is good on come on the front foot to yeah, AFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon Vla- Vlandy's, Vlandy's is the king of putting <laughs> AFL on the bitch. He knows when to do it. I but, think maybe Andrew trying to have his own little crack and it quickly learnt that it's for certain men. St. Peter of grandson of God fame doesn't set himself up for L's though. No. Mm. Like Andrew's walked into an L. Yeah. He's, and now he's trying to backflip on it, but being like, oh, no, no, no. Which only compounded the L, really. Well, it's just like it's now a profound loss yeah, that, you, it's a that mass- you're going to have to wear. He almost ambushed himself. He did. Uh, um, I'll see your AFL grand final with a pl- preliminary final. Uh, How does that go? I AFL just went, oh, okay, cool. Mate, the rating, well. I actually think the ratings would be through the fucking, like, think about how glorious of a day that is as a bloke or a Sheila. I was, so, so, doesn't the AFL grand final usually happen in the afternoon? So it's in Perth for COVID this year. So it's going to be in the afternoon in Perth and they can't budge gotcha. on that. So yeah, that's gotcha. why. Also, the preliminary final is the Storm game. So obviously you don't want to polarise your Victorian audience. Mm, yeah. I can't, I can't I, even believe yeah. it was discussion. Yeah. You know, like, like what, what are we trying to, like, who are we trying to prove, like, oh, we're fucking big bad? Like, there's times to be, there's times to go at the AFL and be like competitive. And there's times to be like, it's actually to the betterment of everyone who just wants to watch a bit of fucking sport to Absolutely. just be like smart about it. And like, and even have that bit of, ah, oh, well, fuck the AFL grand finals. And I'm sure we want to watch that. We'll watch the rugby league beforehand. What an avo. Yeah. And there's always been a nice understanding. They have theirs on Saturday. We have ours on Sunday, like when the, when the years match up and it's yeah. on the same weekend. That is a good week. Like that weekend where you know you've got that. I liked. Yeah. I always liked that weekend. Yeah. Um, Doesn't seem to happen as much anymore. I think a festival used to land on th- one of the days. I think, I think. Yes, it did. It was uh, in the city, and in the 2008 grand final, I was there when pickled. Manly won, and I was off my dome, and the crowd started <laughs> uh, chanting Manly, and I thought I was going to park melt. life. Park life. What's it? There was one recently. Uh, I think it was the Raiders Roosters grand final day. Um, there was a festival, it was like two years ago. And what was funny actually, someone sent me a video. Uh, so they, they, they messaged me um, two days ago saying, oh, remember this video? And it was actually uh, like Taffy filming me doing a goosey. <laughs> so <laughs> like, yeah, so he must have seen me at the festivals. Oh, bro, do a goosey. Did and now he's playing a role. No, like, I, yeah, I, right, this, just, was, this was two years ago. So he would have been, wouldn't even be in the top squad. How often then. do you get asked, sorry, how often do you get no, asked to do as, a goosey? Not as much anymore, but there was a period there where, wow. You were getting... Yeah, I think I've told you off the screen, but uh, off um, camera, but there was a period where everywhere I went, people would yell Goosey, even to the point where <laughs> me and my missus, we, were, we went for a walk oh, and we were yeah. fighting, having an argument. We actually don't argue at all. This was, so it was very rare that we were having the argument and it was about nothing. And so we have this argument, have this argument, and there's this dude like probably 10 metres away from me, pulls out his phone and he was like, you know what I want, you know what I want. And I was like, we're literally in the middle of an argument. And I was like, fuck, all right. So I did a goosey for him. Um, and he's like, yeah, that's it, that's it. And then he kept walking. <laughs> was that his voice? Literally. You literally, he was like, you know what I want, you know what I want. And then that actually helped the fight. We stopped fighting. So he actually helped us. There you go. That's, um, cool. that's a positive end of the story. Now, on to Buzz Rothfield is reporting that the Tigers are circling Cameron Seraldo to be their next coach. Seraldo was contacted and said he won't be commenting on anything until the season has finished. Thoughts on Seraldo going to the Tigers? That means that he's definitely fucking been hit up because he's saying he won't be commenting on anything until the season's finished. Does it almost lock him in for the job by saying he's not going to comment on anything? Potentially. I love and look, Buzz Rothfield I think it's of mayonnaise fame does like to put mayonnaise on things. He's obsessed with the stuff, but commenting is a very key word in that. Yes, Seraldo's response would lead me to suggest that 
Buzz maybe held back on the mayonnaise with this one. Oh, you reckon he's, he's held the mayo? Well, I think, you know, Buzz does love mayo, but, yeah, the Tigers are looking for another potential coach, and Seraldo's one of them. Yeah. What's Paul Green sitting there going? Well, he may be circled as well. Mm. Who would you prefer as a coach? I'd prefer probably Seraldo if I Mate, was. Honestly, I, I, unless I can't believe Flanagan's not getting circled. Either of them. Yeah. He came out and said as well he hasn't been approached. I'm like, what the fuck? He hasn't circling? been approached. No. He should be circled yeah. like a shark. Um, he, oh, I think like they're in, they've got to give Michael Maguire. I just think that even though I, there's, I don't think the way he coaches suits the team that they've got, at the same time, like to start again, like they've made all this progress. It, 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 not, they've got not, so many coaches in their fucking So many coaches in there. And like they've house. made all this progress with his plan, then they're just going to blow it up again. I, I just What's don't know. What's that progress but, look like? It's not progress, but I'm saying with his plan, like he's made yeah. decisions of like bringing youth and blah, blah, blah. Um, but mm. if you're a, a board member or a decision maker and you're sitting there going, okay, we've got a couple of million here in the cap that we need to spend and we can't spend it because every time we try to, they <laughs> go, we don't want to play for Madge. Like, do you start to question, okay, maybe oh, absolutely. We, do we need to look elsewhere? Oh, I understand. I understand. Like, is that a big enough issue? Like, obviously we know the pitfalls of fucking off a coach and starting mm. again because it never seems to work. And, like, the stats back that up. But when you've got money that you can't spend and one of the reasons is potentially that people don't want to play for Madge, mm. that's a pretty big reason. Oh, mate, I'm, I'm totally with you. I, I just if, – if that is true, like, let's say – They've got information saying that multiple big signings have said, we don't want to play in a match. We think that, you know, his training is too harsh or blah, blah, blah. Um, if, if that is true, then you're absolutely right. How can you keep a guy there that literally can't recruit? Like, again, we just don't know if it is true. Um, but the fact that they can't recruit anyone and even just the way they choose to recruit, it's, it's, all, it's all a bit bizarre. I don't know whose fault that is. You know, I don't know whether mm. it's the recruitment or the, the coach or whatever. Um, but if that is true and, he, and they've got 1.6 million in the cap and they can't recruit, then yes. That, that's, that's the only reason, in my opinion, why I would move him on is if that, they've done the review, spoken to players that didn't end up coming and the players have said, we just don't agree with the way Magic coaches. Um, then, then I think that's a fair thing to move on. If that isn't true, I think you give him another year. Yeah. Uh, because, fuck, man, like... Yeah, I think so. What, I think so. I just, Although, for reasons we talked about, I think, last week, Flanagan, I can't get him out of my oh, mind. I'm like, yeah. bro, you need to sign that motherfucker tomorrow. Flanagan could recruit legit, someone like that. Like, his record at the Sharks was so elite. Mm. And he pulled all the pieces together. But that's what, that's what I'm not getting, like... They keep blaming Madge and, and, you know, fair enough, he's got responsibility. But, like, who's making these decisions where Flanagan hasn't been approached yet? Who's making that decision to not approach Flanagan? It's bizarre to me. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, like how come whoever is making the decision that hasn't spoken to Madge yet, how come his job isn't being reviewed? Even, like, little things like, you know, openly chasing Tavita Panga Jr. instead of chasing Dal Finucane, who is exactly what you need at the club. Um I don't, I don't, a lot of their decisions I don't understand. Do you think they think of Flanagan and think to themselves baggage? Mate, I, but Rugby if, league baggage? If, and what is that baggage? Success? Ugh, yeah. don't bring success. But like the salary cap scandal and the peptides and all that but shit. But if like, you think that, like that. Is that the way they're thinking? I'm just playing devil's yeah, advocate. Yeah. I'm playing the other side of the coin because what else is there? What other excuse could you possibly come up with? 
The, the, only other Do you know what I mean? That makes sense. Sometimes that. people in positions of power think they know better. Do you know what I mean? Like they think that – so maybe with a Flanagan, because he probably would come in with such a big presence, that they, they that would upset what's going on. That would upset their current position. Like if you're – let's say you're a, in administration and this Flanagan comes in and says, this is the way I'm going to run things and then, you know, pulls all this power together, you become less powerful. Sometimes it's it's as simple and childish as that. Who's like, their director of football again? The old coach? Uh, the Tigers? Oh, fuck, Tim Shane. He just does come he, in. Oh, he's just come and he, in. And also he's Does been, he not like Flanagan? I'm not sure. I don't know. It's bizarre. Again, this is all just... He's it, only just got their sheen. And so. all this, this is all just us. Just, we're not saying that this is happening, guys. We're just saying, like, we're just going down different roads as to what could be happening because it's fucking... Just whole little, you know, different holes. Yep. Different rabbit holes. Just plugging holes. Do you think... Do you think Mike, let's say they do move on from Michael Maguire. Could he... Will he get a gig anywhere else? Well, listen, he could go chase a fucking man of steel if he wanted. He'd go back there. You reckon he'd partner with, like, Milford in the halves over there? I reckon he could still play in, in the Super League, mate. And <laughs> oh, he do could a do job. A, I'd do a job. He'd fucking do a job. Oh, he could do a job, Tom. He was a back rower in his time, wasn't he? Magic could go over there. And Him and Curtis Sirenen? 700, 800K. Magic. Tough prick, too. Yeah. He's uncompromising, up. Eddie, I hear. He is uncompromising. Oh, he'd do a job. What's so surprising is, like, he didn't – I think he won Super League comps – he was at the storm. He won Rabbitohs. Like, he clearly can do it. So what I what I'm not understanding is like, if if the way he's doing it now is not working, why is he so relentlessly staying that way? You is know, it like, also a keep, bit of the fucking the club that he's at. Like, yeah, um, absolutely. I think that's the mean? biggest. I think that's the biggest. That's spot. like the yeah. biggest. Like going to the Tigers with the greatest respect to Madge when he was also offered the manly job, which he turned down, which Mr Mayo pointed out, I think last week in one of his articles, like. Going to the Tigers, no disrespect to anyone involved in the club or any fans, but that is the dumbest fucking decision you could ever make. And clearly, to me, that seems more like what his issue is. Obviously, his coaching style is one thing, but like, you got players that aren't as. But he 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 signed all them. That's that's the he's like. But that's because of the desperation of the man, the the club. He he chose to move Benji on like. The 20, I think it's like 28 of the 30 is Madge's has overseen the sure, signing but and re-signing. Like, he can't even get marquee players. So like there well, is that's Madge a, though then. Well, potentially, or is it just... I mean, it could be Madge, yes. And like, people and the players at, going like, don't go to fucking work on him because he's scat. But I, it's I, also I, like the club, right? Oh, I, I think that... But in saying that, if Flanagan was there, he'd be. I think he'd be able to recruit. I don't know where if I Wayne saw this there, somewhere. I think he'd be able to recruit. Do your own research on this. Bellamy went there. You reckon you he wouldn't be able to commute? Uh, yeah. I saw this in a tweet somewhere and I almost feel like I'm, I should get it up, but it's to do with the Tigers' finals, right? Here it is. Yeah, look, as, as I said, if you, if, if you can prove that players are actively not going there because of him, then obviously I think it's time to move on. But if not, I think you give him another year. I think give another year. If you are a Balmain, then West Tigers supporter, you've seen your team play in the finals three times in 30 years. The North Sydney Bears have played in twice as many finals as that and they haven't been in the comp for 20 years. Whoa. That's wow. legends of sport on Twitter. Look, I know like, I know, I got corrected in the comment section by someone that probably knows more than me, but I, I still can't shake the feeling that ever since they've merged, like there's two different powers in the club that never have fully got along. I, I can't seem to shake that feeling, but the, the guy that was a massive Tigers fan... 
you know, was like, no, nah, that's not the case at all. But that seemed, that is, I thought that was the case. I thought well, it was West said like. I thought West bankrolled everything. They had all the juniors and Balmain had more board seats, but like there well, was this guy, financial issues on that side. I always thought there was a bit of yeah, a disharmony. That was I mean. my perception of it. Whereas when I think of St. George Illawarra, mm. I, th- I don't ever have that same thought in my head. Of like warring same. factions. No, nah, not at all. Yeah. In fairness to you, and not and with no disrespect to that dribbler or dribblers at large in the comment section, but I would take your. It makes more sense. And thought than a dribbler I, in the comments. There's always been inf- like there's always seems to be tension there. Yeah. So I wonder whether that's the core of the issue of like every time a decision's made, the people that disagree with are always working to undermine that decision. Again, I don't know if that ha- is happening, but it's human nature that. This, this happens in companies everywhere. When boards are divided, the company is the one that suffers because they're constantly undermining each other, constantly disagreeing. And, and like, let's say that side of the board thinks it's this great idea. If it succeeds and they're the ones that get the power and it gets all political and everything. Except at um, Manly, where yeah. we just block it out. Rock solid. <laughs> and, and then we sell, sell, the, sell Manly. Are they still Ma- trying to sell it? I don't think so. Look, I listen. don't know why you would. Yeah, I, I, think, <laughs> I think you pens hold onto it until someone I can buy it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the plan. We just need time. That's the plan. <laughs> just give us time. Give us a little time. Yeah, I mean, regardless of what happens, you know, the, the hard thing is you never want to see anyone lose their job. Like, fuck, he clearly works his ring out. I'd give him another season. Yeah, I reckon. I think so. I'd Un- give him another season. Unless, as you said, like, I think that is a big key. If, if that is, like, if that is a provable, legitimate, provable can't thing, keep him. You, I don't think you could yeah. ignore that. No way. Because the Tigers are literally next year, as, we, as, we, as it stands right now, they'll be playing with a cap of... $1.6 million less than everyone else. Which is about, what, 16% or something Yeah, like it's that. like, oh. you can't fucking win footy games. I mean, it'll get, like, they basically, I, I reckon they'll be favourites for the spoon next year, probably, if if they can't recruit anyone. And with all this turmoil going on. And what's, Jimmy Tamiya has come out and said, basically, like, they he backs match. So I don't know, anyway, we won't say it too long. I know it upsets fucking Tigers fans. Apologies. Sorry, sorry Tigers fans. Um, Graham Annesley is... Um, cleared the ruses of field goal blocking. As he said, Mitch Rain had a chance to move directly towards Sam Walker, said he is open to review the rule in the off-season. This doesn't make sense to me. Why would you say you're open to reviewing the rule if there was no issue with the situation? What I saw was two men mm. level with the bloke that played the ball, Roosters. Like, is that not blocking? Like yeah, they, they, well, a lot of people are saying that the Roosters were a step ahead, like they were uh, in front of the advantage line. And then the other argument that Wayne was talking about a couple of weeks ago was that they, so every team does it. They don't, they don't just stand and hold their ground. They like step in ways of people to get them off thingo. Yeah. Now, the argue, I think the Titans fan, and correct me if I'm wrong, Matt, but the Titans fans were upset because they had two guys in front of the advantage line. Correct, Matt? It's what it looked like in the photo. Yeah, they, were, oh, saw, they yeah. were very close. Very they close, very close to, to play the ball. But Graham Annesley was like, well, no, camera angles can be deceiving. But again, it, like... I wasn't that upset with it. Like, I get why people are saying, like, you know, like, I can see whatever I'm saying where, like, there were a couple of people there, but also, like, fuck. I don't think it was that hectic. I, th- I think... Oh, it's tough. It's a tough one because, like, it's easy to say that when it's not your team. Like, if, well, if no, it was your I, team. because I understand why they're upset. Like, mm. I get it, but I'm also like, I don't know. Did it stop him? Did it? Did it? Maybe I haven't watched it enough. Did it really impede someone getting to him? It looks. It looks pretty. I, I'm not sure how I feel about this blocking stuff. I don't. 
I don't really like it, mm. but at the same time, like we're you know kickers are protected species anyway. Now you can fucking barely touch them, um, but that's that's not the reason why they lost though. No. They lost because they didn't pass the ball in there. Paddy Herbs um, is that the worst play of the season? And that's again, I feel bad for him because it's just a game of footy, all good, life goes on. But mm. to me, that's the worst play of the season. You know what? Like, yeah, I mean, with with the stakes of everything, yeah, yeah, yeah that has yeah, to be right. But that biggest crazy. brain explosion. And I, I s- tipped Titans on this show, and mm. that fucked my accountability. <laughs> so maybe that's why I'm upset. I saw that coming. I saw a, a brain snap late in the game that prevented them from winning. And I tipped that way. And I tipped that way. It was like it was just. Oh, it was Corey it just, Thompson was. Well, but but you give it to you happy. give it to Fafita, and he scores from there, or he makes it. At least he passes it. But like two minute overlap. Well, like what I said earlier this week on um, the review was like, just pass it because if he, if they get tackled out, like you're not in the wrong then. You know yeah. what I mean? You did you did exactly what you're supposed to do was draw your man and pass it. Um, so yeah, so I feel but sorry for him. that's what the thing is because it's like, and again, you feel sorry for him, right? But it's like, it was a selfish option. Mm. There wasn't... I don't know if selfish is the right word. You don't think so? Because nah. like the outcome obviously is him scoring the try and being the hero, but that's the... What if, that's, he, throw, what if he throws it? Tupa goes for intercept and he scores. Do you know what I mean? Like, of course. Tupa like, throws a dummy. I don't think he was thinking, I want the glory. I think he was thinking, Tupa's not coming in. I've got, if I pass it, I've got, instead of passing it, I've got more chance of scoring than Corey Thompson because Corey Thompson can get taken out. I don't, I don't think Fafita he was. had Fafita there as well. Not really at Fafita's the end there. Butzing he could cuts. have passed earlier. Yeah. Um, I, I don't, I think selfish is the wrong word. I just think it was more along the lines of he weighed everything up and thought the best chance he has with a big, being a big ball, strong ball runner was he had the most chance of getting across the line. Fair. Um, I don't I'm think he was sitting there going, oh, I want to score the Not try. Not that it's like selfish is the wrong word, but the intention behind it is more, it's maybe it's thoughtless. Like thinking that you can do it when mm. the option is clearly not fucking for you to do it. Mm. Mate, it was fucking tough. Tough, poor bloke. Um, Brandon Smith admits he doesn't have a clear vision of what his future will. Grant said he wants him to stay. Grant also implied he'd be willing to come off the bench for to keep cheese at the club. I mean, when we talk about keeping blokes at the clubs, Smith would be... He's the probably the hottest property on the market right now. Yep. Yeah. Do you believe... Wow. Do you believe, yeah. like, do you believe, Definitely. and I, again, not like a, I love Harry Grant and Brandon Smith. They're both, like, great yeah, characters bullshit. as well, but, like, bullshit. bullshit, right? Bullshit. Want to stay? I'll play oh, off the I'll, bench. I'll come off the bench for the rest of my career. <laughs> well, righto, mate. <laughs> will you? Sure you will. Okay. Okay. I don't know, you mate. Say like, so. He still gets about 60 minutes a game. Yeah, but and at if a you're winning certain prems, point, though, winning at a prems, certain point. If, you, if he wins a comp this year, and then even if you win two comps, as if you want to come off the bench for the rest of your career. If Brandon Smith and Harry Grant stay at the club together, they'll probably win, and Munster's obviously still there, I reckon they'll win at least another two premierships, three premierships even. You know what I mean? Like you're basically guaranteeing yourself another two or three premierships. But how much then would you be paid differently being a hooker on the bench to a hooker on the fucker to start? Yeah. For a oh, club that tough. wants a fucking hooker who's an origin. I, I, don't, I think with this specific case, I think that he would just, he would rather than be signed as just a uh, bench, player. Second, bench player, he would be signed as like, they would both be on like 600K each or something or 600 to 500. Like, you know what I mean? Both high quality forwards. What would then they be worth at other clubs by himself? Oh, fuck. You know? Honestly, Brent Smith right now, nine hundred k. Right, eight to nine, like eight fifty to nine hundred. And what would Harry Grant get if Brand Smith would leave? Um, seven. At the, I reckon about six hundred, seven, maybe six hundred, because he like the storm there. Like everyone talks about salary cap, blah blah. blah yeah, I understand that, but because they've got such a proven track record of like we will win prems, it, 
going to negotiation table. It's not like other clubs where they go, look, if you stay, then we're going to build this. We're going to build something great. Rah, rah. You basically storm. They can guarantee it. They yeah. can go, we're going to win Prems. So I think that even though at another club, he, Harry Green, another club, 800K, I reckon. 800K. At, at the storm, probably so, five. So I guess like, you know, early on, like I can completely, like for either of them, you'd be like, why wouldn't you stay together? You'd still get paid well, win a couple more comps, but like long term, you would certainly, especially with like the, you know, your career's like 10 years, go and make fucking shitload of money somewhere yeah, else. See, I think if you're, especially with Cheese, because he's such a character, I actually think you earn more cash long term by staying and winning preps. How much money, how many comps, sorry, would you want to win before you started looking for that? The big coin? That uh, two? Like if they win this year, that's two yeah. already. Yeah. That's what I was saying. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You look for the three, Pete, and then like, like, how many comps do you want to win before you need to start, start getting that cheddar? Getting your house in order and like having money for you when you retire. But the, the argument I have against that is like, okay, let's say, let's say the cheese stays at Melbourne and wins three more prems. His personality after the game, like he's like character after the game and the amount of money he'll earn from being the game's biggest superstar will far outweigh any contract, I think, um, whereas, like, if he went to the Titans, it, it's very—it's much harder to be the cool character when you're not winning games every week. You know, like we've, we saw um, Chambers all his career with sledging blokes, goes to Cronulla for one year, sledges a bloke, and he's the fucking worst bloke in the world. <laughs> um, and so, I think with Cheese, like, especially with Cheese, Harry Grant's a little different because he's not as out there as Cheese. But I actually just think that the money that he would earn later in his career would would at least equal the contract he would earn. You know. Potentially, yeah, potentially. Saying, that's a saying, risk, though. Oh, oh, it's, absolutely. You're saying so, like post career, post career. Yeah. So, for example, yeah, let's say he's missing. Let's say, let's say he stays at the Storm 600k. We'll just say 500k, and then he's got another um, club that's willing to offer him 750k for the next five years. Um, so what's that? 250k per year? Five years? That's five a million dollars. Yeah, but aren't you saying? So what you're Over saying? Five years. I, I'm just doing even numbers. Yeah, right. Let's say it's 600 and and 850 somewhere yeah. else. That's three fifty. That's still only like one point five million dollars. One point five. You don't think that he could earn that one point five million back with all the gigs that he would get post career that he wouldn't get if he's just a good Titans player? Potent- oh yeah, potentially. But I, I I wonder whether someone like him has done enough to get his character out there where he's still going to be able to do like you could do both. So you, he's I, still going to be the guy that's won potentially two three comps, right? Plays for New Zealand, even if he does really. play for the Titans. But I, I just think that by the time he retires. That'll be so far forgotten if he's at the Titans for the next eight years. It'll just be, oh, yeah, the, he's a good hooker, funny guy, plays the Titans, and he does the little things. Whereas if he stays at the Storm, he, he rides off into the sunset as one of the best hookers of the generation. Mm. You know? Or he gets his timing right. Titans get themselves a half. Yeah. Goes up there, wins a couple more. You never know. I mean, that'd be even crazier. But it is, it's, it's interesting. I know what you mean. It's, it's, it's a it's, consideration for it's sure. not as cut and dry as some people just think, oh, well, it's a bigger contract, therefore – it's worth going and making all this money. I think there's other ways to earn it back. But in saying that, it's easy for us to say that <laughs> when you're getting offered an extra fucking 500K a year. Yeah, a lot of money. Yeah, fucking a lot of money. Um, but what clubs do you reckon Cheese would, would do well at? Maybe? Uh, Titans, definitely. Titans, I'd, if, if he would go somewhere else, I'd like to see him at the Titans. They got a good like crop of players. Mm. Um, I mean, the Bulldogs could do with him. If you're the if you're the Tigers, you're offering him a million a year. Yes. Yeah, but, yeah, but if you're if you're fucking Brandon Smith, you're saying thank you so much for that. <laughs> I'll take it. 150 grand to say it's so on. What about? But if you are the Tigers, you do pay that. Yes. 
Because you've, you've got fucking money sitting around you can't spend. And look how much – they were much better with Harry Grant there in the, the nine role. 100% um, they were. Another thing quickly, just before I forget, look at a guy like Benji Marshall, like unwanted. He's, he's in a prelim. And he was actually – he impacted the game against the Pinhead Panthers, in my yeah. opinion. Experience, um, mate. Mate, to think like – I can't buy it. It's the difference between good clubs and the not so good clubs. Like for him to be found, to find out that he's getting brushed by the media, and still That's have this bad. footy in him, and he's at the Rabbitohs now. But do you think he'd be having any effect if he was at the Tigers? Like the, he was. Th- that he would did. Be they went way better. Thing. Yeah, but like, how much? How much better would he have made him? Like, well, I think it's a better for. I think it was better for both of them that he got. They were the fuck one. Out they were one. They if they beat the Sharks, I think Last he was year, there. Were they? No, it was the year before, and that was Benji was at the club there. Correct. If they beat the Sharks, they would have made the finals. They lost the Sharks. That's how close they were. Now it's story. Whereas like now, yeah, now they're not even fucking. But um, for a club legend to find out in the media, oh, that's is yeah, that's poor. disgraceful. Imagine Benji and Adam Dewey. You know, I just don't think a, 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 a little bit of experience can't hurt. Yeah, interesting. Well, I do think like, and even you wouldn't. He's not asking for big coin. No, keep him around. Again, it's been better for him to get the fuck out of there. Oh fuck yeah, especially if he wins another comp. Would you nice. be fucking rides up into the oh sunset with another God. one? That'd be wild That'd stuff. That'd be sick. Could you imagine? I'd love that. That would be hectic. That's what well, he deserves too. If Manly can't win it, yeah, I don't mind that narrative. Yeah. And I feel like Benji deserves that. Like he's he's offered so much to the game, and he's only got one prem. Yeah, you know. Um, now on to uh, Ash Taylor, Tyron Peachy confirmed to be leaving the Titans. Wild World of Sports have reported Peachy has been offered to the Broncos. Peachy, unsurprising. I think Peachy's was has been killing it at yeah. six. It's almost surprising that. I mean, I know why they let him go because Brimson's going to be the sixth there. But why haven't they played him there? For longer, yeah. you know? Interesting. Well, so to the Broncos, that's a good pickup if you guys can get Peachy. I rate the dick off Peachy. And what, you put Peachy at six with, with uh, Reynolds? I don't mind that at all. I don't, I don't hate that. that. I don't hate that. Not one bit, baby. Five. You've got Stags in the centres with Ooh. whoever else you've Cobo got. Cobo on the other centre, Herbie yeah. Farnworth and Corey Oates. Let's the fucking coming go. Together. Corey Oates better fucking start every goddamn game for you guys next year, obviously pending injury. Like, he was too good not yeah, to Yeah, but he has side. some games where you go on. Yeah. Wow. Um, but you're right, though. He's, fu- he's, he's so... He's too good not to be in the I side, think, though. Well, how old is he? Oh, he's about 27, 28, I'd say now. Is he really? He's been around. He's got one of the best try-scoring records in the history of Broncos. Really? Like, his try-scoring record at the Suncorps, wild. Like, right up there with the greats. Um, Interesting. I had a bet where that just needed him to come off. Just needed him to score. And one Herbie Farnworth forgot how to pass. It was... <laughs> one of the great bets. It was one of the great bets. I would have bought and myself a car. And now remembered fondly as one of the great disappointments. Yep. <laughs> For a guy who apparently has one of the great try-scoring records in Broncos history, not to be able to... And it's not his fault. Well, it's just, it's just... I do blame Herbie Farnworth for not being able to pass that day. Well, Herbie got a bad case of the white line fever yeah. that day. Well, a bad case of the Patrick Herberts. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he, he did. Himself. The Patty Herbs. Centers, Tyrone Peachy, yeah, I reckon he will rip and tear at Red Hill, 100%. What do you reckon is more of a pandemic or, or an issue? Centres not passing when their wing is open or wingers jamming in? Oh, look, it has to be wingers jamming in. It's always been wingers jamming in. But it's, in. it's followed by centres with a case of the Paddy Herbs. Yeah, look, I mean, I can understand sometimes when you're a centre and you get a bit toey and you haven't seen a whole lot of nut and you're like, fuck it, I'm just going to back myself here yeah. because I want the glory. I understand the that. Because the comes around and just cuts but you But when out the you're a winger and you see that your centre's got the other centre marked and you're like, you know what? Looks yeah. like he needs help. I'm yeah. going to fucking jam it's in. jamming time. And, uh, so you, you reckon know. the reason why they aren't passing is there is drama between wingers and centres that never seems to get 
fixed or talked well, about. I feel like centres get blue-balled often because you have now these gun fullbacks that come around and it's like the Tommy Turbo, Kalen Pongers of the world. It's like, oh, what am I going to do here? Fucking wingers jamming in, obviously, on the other team. Just <laughs> straight out to our winger, mm. over. And the centre's like, what the fuck, bro? I just get blue-balled. I can't score enough tries. Yeah, they get cut out a lot now. They've always got the fucking fullback jamming in around their area of the field and all the elite ones want to go play fullback. And so you're out and out centres probably like... What the fuck? So then this, when they used get the to be, ball, this used to be a bit of a like... Mark Gasnier used to be in my position. Yeah, you know this what used I mean? to be a motherfucking position. Greg Inglis was me yeah. once upon a time. Mm. Now the centre used just, to be revered. Uh, now he's getting cut out. He is. Absolutely. So there's some, I guess, some trauma from years of being fucking disrespected, really. Well, you look, well, you, and then you, you grew dis- up looking up to these players and then you're like, dude, one day I'm going to be Mark Gasney or Greg Inglis. And now you're like, I'm just getting cut out every fucking play. And not only that, my winger thinks that I can't tackle this player. <laughs> He's jamming in to help me. Just quickly, have you ever known a mate to actually get blue balls? It's often thrown around, but I've never met anyone that's actually... Got blue balls. I've you no, know, as in like actually turn yeah, blue. Yeah, like my no. nuts are hurting. I've no. got blue balls. You yeah. know, you haven't spent much any time in the blue balls unit then. Well, no, I think no. I think Kempy just finishes. Yeah. Yeah. He's a finisher. Yeah, so he's a finisher. A that's he's that's a finisher. what I was. I was a finisher. Yeah, yeah you're a finisher. Um, so have you had blue balls? No, they've never turned blue. Okay, no, but never turned blue. Certainly. I like to think that the word the term comes from somewhere. But what, maybe not the hue of the of the testicles themselves. Well, I just, more, th- well, I just, just think. Like well, a, okay, I'll ask you this. If they don't turn blue or haven't turned blue at least some point in the past, why the word blue? I'm glad you asked, and I don't know the answer, but it's a good question that needs to be asked. It's a great question that needs to be answered. I like to think mm, well, I, I'm just, that it does turn a, a, a little hueish, a yeah. little blue hue. <laughs> like, no, I, I, what I was, I'm trying to get my head around is that you know when these sayings, it's become a saying that everyone knows what blue balls is, but like. Did blokes stand around getting their nuts out and go, oh, your balls are blue too? Yeah, like for it to become a saying that we all know from, it's international. Well, blue, I think, I think that gentlemen historically are not adverse to sharing war stories. <laughs> and if you've got to a position where you feel like you're about to, you know, bust nut and mm. then for whatever reason that has had to stop, you know, and then your nuts have turned blue, you'd be like, next time you're at the pub with the boys, you're like, you'll never believe what happened to me yesterday. Check this Maybe out. it goes way back, <laughs> before language even, where we didn't have words to communicate and you just flopped them out and said... So it predates <laughs> language. Yeah, blue. Because like... Here they are. So we've all three... Matty, you, you're a sicko. Have you ever had a mate that's had blue balls before? Uh, I haven't, but I'm just on medical news today, and one of the symptoms is a faint blue tint. Told ya! Wow. Had to be. There you go. Okay. Reach out in the comments. Yeah, section. if you've had blue balls. Let us know what it's like. Is it true? Can you prove it? Send in photos. Yeah, maybe. Send a bloke in, in a bar. Not to me. No, don't, don't send them to Maddie. Don't send them to, to me. Maddie and bloke in a send bar. Send them to Hello Sport. They love that shit. Send them to Dior. <laughs> just starts getting all these fucking Dear messages of balls. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like we all know, every, like blue balls is used everywhere, but none of us have mates that have ever been like, bro, my balls are blue. You know, we got sent a, a photo by a dribbler from his missus. He got hit in the balls once. I'll, we'll show you this photo after. I'll show, well, yeah, I'll show it you it now, but, but we yeah, won't show so it. So he got hit in the balls and it filled with some sort of fluid and he just... Never fucking went to the doctors to the point where this nut was so big, Denon, like I'm talking humongous, that 
only after like a certain like a year or so, like 10 months or something did he go to the dog. He's like, it couldn't fit in his pants. What? His, his boys used to do shoeys off it. Off his nut. Off yeah. his nut. I'm telling you, are you ready for this it's, nut? It's oh, big. Fuck. Are you ready for this nut? This is a fucking nut. There's a beer can <laughs> next to it for context. Yeah, for context. And also, like, the fact that he went about his life with this, with this nut thing for so long. He's wearing this. jean shorts. Holy <laughs> fuck. Oh, that's fuck. That looks photoshopped. I know, dude. <laughs> holy fuck. Yeah, Everyone's to, reaction's the same. Welcome I'm like, to our dance. Can I see that? Fuck. Again? Even when you Jesus Christ, bro. Even smuggled. when you tell people it's the biggest nut of all time, it looks like a bowling ball, people will still have the same so reaction. We were a nut trucker. He went a, he <laughs> he trucked that nut a whole year. He did. How he about, trucked that nut. How about rocking jeans? Shorts. Like how are you getting that into jean shorts? I th I like to think I think he just had it flopped out the top. As if you don't like if you're going to get around with that, you need loose fitting Holy trackies. fuck. Yeah. yeah. And he so his missus accidentally hit him in the nuts? No, no, no. His mate sackwhacked him. His mate sack whacked him. Yeah, I and think it, that was and it. it. Went and so when, he's, when he had that, was his missus like, oi, you need to get your nuts sorted you, out. Funnily enough, we didn't follow up with any questions. She was just like, oh, yeah, this is my, uh, this is my boyfriend. Did he, Fuck yeah, him. I don't know. Did he he called up and like left a dribbler hotline and then his missus was like, oi, just so you know, here's some follow-up to this nut yarn. Here's a photo of it. His mates do shoeys off it. I was like, Jesus. The, oh, my God. The things you hear. Holy fuck. I, yeah. I feel sorry for their listeners because they're going to be like, oh, I want to fucking see yeah, it. I yeah. know. Well, you can't. You can't. <laughs> sorry. Stiff shit. Let's just say, put it this way. There's a can next to it yeah. and it was bigger than the can. Yeah. yeah. Like bigger than the can. Like, yeah. <laughs> It was like a, it was like a fist. It was yeah. like the end of a fist with no knuckles. But it was like well, a, it's bigger, it was, than, it was a bigger fist, than a fist. Right? It was comfortably Holy bigger than a fist. Fuck. It's bigger than it's too. It's like it, it would make him walk fists. weird. Yeah, that's a nut for the Did ages. You have to carry it around in a bag. I don't know, dude. Like a little shopping yeah, bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talk like talk in your bag over a shoulder. <laughs> and for a whole year, that's such yeah. a, a bloke thing to do. Like you just got this nut. He's going, oh, fuck He's it. He's obviously grown quite fond of it. <laughs> <laughs> and so did they say how they, they brought it down? I think they just, like I think it was drain it. drained it, yeah. Fuck, man. I once had like bursitis in my knee and like it's from like impact and it's like a soft tissue like explodes or whatever. And it makes, it made your knee so big that like the fluid, you can move it around. And, and if you don't rest it for a period of time, it just keeps getting bigger. So I had to literally wear like a skate pad, like whilst I was playing rugby league, like a soft fucking skate pad. So I was like playing Queensland under-19s, Clydesdales, everything, with a knee, like a skate pad on my knee because it was so big and like jelly. And I had to keep like fucking- Oh, and it's, draining it. Draining it. And to this day, that like my knee is still sore from it. Really? Yeah. And so it probably was similar to that where it just filled the fluid. It was fucking huge, man. That was fucking wild. Maybe we can like draw, like, you know what I mean? Like draw a, a lot uh, to scale. Something, yeah, to try like, and give the- Just to give him a size. You know what I mean? Like we won't draw the actual nut. But we put it next to something. Yeah, yeah, we'll yeah. just do like a circle. We'll do that, Matt. So you can see the picture, Matt. You're, you'd like it, you sicko. Look at you over there. The guy's face isn't in it at least, you know, Jesus. so we can work So we'll, we'll draw it on paint to give you an idea of the fucking epicness of this nut. Or we just DM him and go, can we put it in the video? Yeah, I don't want to fucking go down that path. <laughs> Fuck me, dude. I don't want to go down that path. Um, I don't know if you want a nut. No, you, you also... In the video. It's a, it's no. a, it's a, I think a drawing's a, We'll do a drawing. But uh, yeah, blue balls. It's a bizarre. Everyone, I've never really met anyone that's had it, said it, but it's a thing that we all know about. Um, now, on to Bulldogs. Apparently... Oh, Ash Taylor. Where do you think Ash Taylor will end up? I just was thinking this before. I he's still got skills to play. Like he 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 was clearly a talented footballer. It's just he's fallen off. Any club 
who has an already established good halfback. If I'm Ash, like you go, or you like you get, you either go to a club where you've got there's like a good halfback you can learn from, and you don't have the pressure of having to be the fucking main dude, or you just go to like the Roosters or the fucking Storm for nothing and let them turn you into a all time great. Is he man of steel territory? I think he's too young now. Yeah, but if he can't if he can't get a deal, he'll go over and kill it, kill it uh, in the Super League. People forget, like I think it was his rookie year, his second year, he had like. 25 tries like he was a gun we well, got and, a million a year for yeah. a reason um and, and all the all the like you know joey's yeah jonathan thurston's all of them had massive and the raps. broncos wanted him like had him and then he yeah, went and, and, they and, and we back. wanted him back um it would have been really could, could you imagine his different career if wayne had got him back i yeah. think it would have been um very very i mean look at look at milford like a bit of pressure off him has his contract look how good he's playing now uh, or was playing before we fucking um before the end of the season ash taylor I agree with you guys. I think take nothing. I'm sure you've got a bunch of cash. You know, hopefully he's not. A, he's not a. Rec- he's actually a a really good. He's a good bloke, obviously. But off the field, it's not like reckless fucking singing a piss all the time. Blah blah blah. Yeah, he'd have a bit screwed away. Um, I reckon he. Oh, did you see the yarn about Thurston? So the yarn about Thurston is he. Oh, that he's worth a shitload. Yeah, so he's he, like fucking airlines and shit. Yeah, <laughs> airlines. Did I read that? Yeah, no, I read he's, he's, he's an investor in. Um, or get, or get, can you get the? Oh, I'll get the article up. Um, so he lives on when he was an NRL player. At the, when he first got his big contract, he lived on five hundred dollars a week, I think, and now um, he lives on three hundred a week. And apparently, he's one of the richest former athletes, like former rugby league players in the game, like ever, um, because he's been living on four hundred bucks a week <laughs> since his first big contract. Him? Per- hey, but is that, what is do you mean? His living- family? <laughs> is that like you just after household bills and shit or like sh- like sh- that's surely like play money right yeah that's like, not well, like so that's I, my family well maybe weekly budget. budget is 300 bucks well that maybe he be purchased right. a house outright or something and then 300 bucks is not much oh no no i'm with you i'm with you um so as first real, the sunday <laughs> telegraph Fucking hell. he owes it all to a 400 habit that has transformed his portfolio of riches to an insane level the report details Thurston was put on a weekly budget of $400 spending money by his player agent, Sam Ayub, when he signed his first big money deal, which saw him leave the dogs to the Cowboys 2005. The discipline of sticking to a measly budget, considering his future contracts were up to $1.2 million per year, um, has made him rich. Flirting with the grey area between frugal and tight ass, <laughs> Thurston reveals the report he has even cut his spending back to just $300 a week. Um, he now has... Thurston has a multi-million dollar share portfolio, a 50% stake in an emerging Queensland transport company, transport company, Skytrans, eight pieces of real estate, and a 1967 Ford Mustang Shelby GT500 Super Snake worth up to $500,000. Jesus. And, yeah, apparently he's... I mean, does none of that come off his $300 a week? <laughs> For the Mustang. Um, <laughs> it, it must be play money, though. Like, yeah. once his bills are sorted... Yeah. He has four hundred dollars to use, yeah. Um, but yeah, they, they reckon he's literally one of the richest ex NRL players they ever. Said what his net worth was. Yeah, oh, fucking oath. What do you reckon? Twenty million? Well, dude, I read somewhere that Ricky oh, wait, Ponting is worth like fifty million dollars. Ricky Ponting, because he has, doesn't he have like wine and shit now. Yeah, or something but like he that? started the wine recently. But I was like, fuck. Yeah, man. I've heard Ricky. They earn massive coin. Those. I know, clubs. but fifty million. Holy shit. Yeah. But so eight, they, eight properties. If you, if you get in, because they'd have investment opportunities thrown at them all the time because yeah. of who they are. If you pick the right one, you, go, you know what? Right. I won't say who it is, but there was a player that um, relatively big name, or big name player, 
years and years ago, his manager came to him. He's like, look, you got this money, big contract, blah, blah, blah. Um, here's a few companies. Which one do you want to put it in? And he was just like, uh, and this was like, I think it's 2012. Oh, Amazon. Fuck, whatever. Forgot about it. Now it's worth like holy fucking shit. unbelievable amounts. And, he, and that's, he just, that's what his net worth is now because oh. he, he, and he said when he made the decision, it was purely just like, ah, oh, fuck. I've just got to put my money somewhere. Yeah. If I lose it, I lose it, whatever. And this is Amazon 2012. So I'm like, you could, what it'd be worth now would be fucking mental. I think he also had some stocks in Facebook as well. Jeez, this guy's just accidentally hitting fucking wins yeah, left, yeah. right. And, and it was center. it was purely it wasn't like some, you know, research, like he was just, I'm trying to do the right thing, where should I put a boom? Amazon. And now he's fucking worth Hectic. a mint. Um, There's one Steve Smith put 100k into koala mattresses six years ago, and he's yeah. and that's worth 13 million now. Yeah. It's just worth that's, 13 million. That stake is worth 13 million. So that stake is worth 13 million. Yeah. Holy fuck, that's so good. Fuck yeah, that. I love hearing well that done. shit. Well because there's so many negatives, there's so many bad stories. You know, footy players doing dumb shit, but yeah. um, they're not all dumb. Not all of them. Nah. Sometimes you get lucky. Um, now, uh, rumor has it. If Pierce moves on from Newcastle early, Ponga could switch to six. Adam O'Brien insists Pierce is there to stay, but Brent Reed is reporting the future is genuinely up in the year. I want to leave Ponga at number one. I feel like like he hasn't played full, uh, enough footy there. He missed ten weeks this year. Yeah. Mm. I don't get this urge to move pl- players into sixes when find a six, you lazy fucks. Yeah, fuck. Is did Darren Lockyer do that? Like, is that so he's what, doing? Yeah, yeah, well, probably. The, the Lockyer. Yeah, but Lockyer six, was the Australian fullback before becoming the Australian six. Like, but he got peppered when he moved there. Yes, Everyone was bagging the fuck out of him. He almost lost the captaincy of Queensland and was going to get sacked yep. from the side. Yeah, like he was getting annihilated. Like the, the amount of people like, you know, he's lost it, he can't defend, blah, blah. And then he went on, I think it was like in his second year, he won the premiership. Um, and everyone was calling Wayne an idiot, blah, blah. Like... To think like that's Darren Lockyer after mm. four or five years, multiple prems at fullback. If it was hard for him, why are we? I just don't understand this extra pressure of putting Ponga at six when we've mm. like Teddy and Tommy have shown you can get your fucking hands on the ball if you want. Yeah. And then Ponga does do that. Well, Ponga against Parramatta was like the di- like the difference of the nights anyway. He's right? been the difference like, every game they've yeah. played pretty much. He fucking ripped. He, he ripped. ripped that ball. That what about that nut? Oh, my God. The nut on chest from Ponga. Holy shit. When you're talking about all-time nuts on chest, that's got to be up. That was fucking beautiful. It, was, it was a full load. <laughs> full load. And it, right on the chest, too. <laughs> it was. It was. It yeah, was right. gorgeous. That was, he, that, he'd been, he might have had blue balls before he threw that. I, I, I like... <gasps> Gasped when no. I saw it. Well, just to see where like I was Ferguson saying. was actually correctly positioned, but it was such a nut on chest that he he was beaten by the pass yeah. because it, even if he was like, there's nothing he was correctly positioned, but because it happened so quickly, he doesn't have enough time to turn and chase. Well, the seed was too divine. Yeah. So yeah. divine seed is hard to beat. He's yeah. been beaten up by divinity. And Pong has had a lot of practice with a bit of divine there's seed. There's no on chest. shame in being beaten by divine seed. Absolutely not. Um, Does it annoy you the uh, that you can drop the ball and kick it like with Gutherson when he at the end? It is a stupid rule, but someone did bring up a good point. If you try to change the rule, uh, the bad th- what will start happening is that people will go start micro like, oh, was that it? Like they'll be watching it every time. Then you know what I mean. Whereas like, as in they'll 
did he actually kick it? And yeah. they'll go back to the video ref. Yes, right, okay. and we have a tendency to do that shit. You know, mm. we change a rule. Now, now, now we've let's f- overanalyze the change. Exactly. Yeah. And it's not enough of a problem to do it that. It doesn't happen regularly enough. Yes. Yeah, I get that. But I was with you guys. I was like, change the fucking rule. But someone commented on the last YouTube um, the, the review, and I was like, that's a really good point. Because we as rugby league have a fucking terrible tendency till we change rule, then all of a sudden the video ref's going to be constantly looking at, did he knock it on? Rah, rah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, That's a good point. But it is a dumb fucking rule, though. It's a dumb rule. Yeah, it's stupid. Like, to think that you can drop kick without trying to drop kick, like, what's the... Like, it's it bizarre. Is, yeah, that was... It's, I, you make a good point about changing it and then it being over-policed, but, yeah, when you saw it, you're like, this is fucking ridiculous. And you just know they're going to over-police it if yeah, they change it. Yeah. Like, it'll be, fuck, every fucking play. Oh, dude, touch it. We've got to check if it touch the ground. It's like, fuck, he bombed it. Um, <laughs> Tarek Sims to the Roosters. Apparently, there's yarn or talk there. Could you imagine him coming off the bench at the Roosters? That'd be sick. I like it. I, I, the Roosters sign good, good guys, like good people as well. Mm. Like, I fucking hate the Roosters. I've hated them for a long time. But certainly since they're like... They've started going well like the last there, so the last sort of five, six years or whatever. You just can't help but fucking like what they're about. And mm. someone like Tariq Sims would be a sick signing, I reckon. Could you like it's such a perfect signing because you know what's gonna happen. You know what I mean? You know he's gonna go to another level. He's gonna he's take gonna unders rip. and he's gonna rip, he's gonna tear. Angus yeah. Crichton, Satili Tupanua, Victor Radley, Victor Radley, and then Tariq, Tariq the Sims. Bench. And they've got Egan Butcher who's a gun, Nat Butcher. Like they're just fucking so Connor good. Watson's going there. Connor Watson. Connor there. Watson as well. Fuck. Could you imagine a bench with Watson? Oh, my God. Um, also, hearing a lot of whispers, Josh LIA and Paul Gallen may be fighting in the offseason. Now, those whispers increased. It seems like my sources may have been correct. Nothing confirmed yet, but it is looking likely that – or not likely. Oh, yeah, likely, likely. that LIA and Paul Gallen will fight – Maybe even headline a footy player versus footy player card this year. Now, Thoughts? I don't want to – I'm going to put any Buzz Rothfield on this, special source that may have, but I hear – What do you hear? I hear that Josh Alloyer of Manly Seagulls enforcer fame can fucking throw him. He can throw him. He can throw him, Eddie. Throw him with the best of them? He can throw him. And you'd be a good judge. You love a fight. Well, I mean, Kempi would be able to beat him because Kempi can beat <laughs> professional fighters. Oh, he just, he'd just go full mount and full pound, mount and ground pound, pound him out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He full mount him and well, pound him out. That's the Kempi. Yeah, the yeah. Kempi. Full mount, pound Full mount, pound. Yeah. <laughs> Double underhook, take yeah. him to the ground, full mount. I love yeah, a mountain pound. pound. Yeah. I love a mountain pound. Yeah. Good for you, mate. Now, <laughs> <laughs> Josh Alloway, he's a motherfucker. Yeah. He's a motherfucker. I reckon if I'm Paul Gallon, I'm shaking in my boots. Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. Pissing my little pants. I mean, Gal is Gal's not- never played for Manly, no. so he's already behind. <laughs> yeah, I think if there's one bloke that wouldn't piss in the pants, it's Gal. Well, that was if he was fighting anyone other than Josh Alloyer. <laughs> so you're back. You're, you're, you're backing him. Fucking oath, I'm backing him. Wow! Didn't you hear what Tom just said? He can throw. <laughs> Apparently, the boy can throw. Oh, he can throw. If you hear hey, someone, I think, I think if it's you hear someone can throw, is y- that you're nervous? Yeah. Immediately. If, More so than if they were like professionally, classically trained. It's like, oh, he can throw them. Yeah. Has he ever boxed before? Nah, but he can fucking throw them. <laughs> I think Whoa. that is the ultimate Whoa. stamp of like scariness. If someone says that exact sentence, he can throw them, you're, it's almost a stamp of he's a, a scary man. And like, and, and like has clicked, it has clicked before in public and you've seen him like yes. beat the fuck out of people. Well, that's part of it. If someone says he can throw them and he's not classically trained and he's never had a boxing fight, 
you know, you know he's, he's been throwing them on the street, yeah. and you're like, oh, like okay. Gordy Tallis. Gordy could okay. throw him. Gordy could throw him, and then you'd see him throw him on the field, and you're like, oh, fuck that shit. And then mm. you hear stories of Gordy working it. blokes, <laughs> and you're <laughs> like, Ooh. some of the gnarliest stories I've heard is Gordy fucking like <laughs> yeah. taking out an entire pub, <laughs> saying something wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm it's sure. A good story. I'm sure Gordy's taking a fucking old pub out. Surely, easily. Well, well he has. Yeah, well, from what we've I've heard. we've heard on on Very good, good authority, authority that he has taken out, out a pub. pub. <laughs> Could you imagine Gordy, ten beers deep, raging in a pub like yeah. the the. The intensity that would be in the room, you know what I mean? That would be exact, like the only be thing I strikes. can compare it to is that video of Mike Tyson as like a fifteen-year-old training in a ring, but it's oh, Gordy yeah. in a For pub. like the amateur Olympics <laughs> or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just and, he's, and he's um, weaving yes, to the exactly. To cast. And it's just, but it's Gordy in the middle of a pub, and people just flying ever or just dropping actually, just yeah, or their heads coming off. Yeah, it's like the Matrix, but for a pissed Queenslander <laughs> in a pub. <laughs> Be a good arcade game. It would be Gordy the Raging you, Bull. The Raging Bull, you in a pub with Gordy flogging blokes. <laughs> You've got to try and drink as many beers and knock out as and many people as you And you, you duck and weave schooners being thrown at you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dude, that <laughs> would be a and shit. sick yeah. video game. That but would be a old sick school, video game. Like, Joystick. Joysticks, yeah. oh, that's what and I'm your, saying. And your special, your special movies, like grabbing blokes by the back of the shirt and fucking reselling yeah. them out of the pub. You that's could be in it, and yours would be the grand. <laughs> yours would be the, the grand. <laughs> Here we go. Here we He's go. Finishing move, quick. Oh Double underhook, grand, pound him out. You're the one that actually fights, though. You actually try to fight. I have never been in a fight in a park. I've never double underhooked and grand and pounded a professional fighter. Well, Tom's the bonus level. <laughs> <laughs> the, the final boss. Yeah, the final you know, boss. Fighter, how you kick the car? <laughs> you just kick a tree. Yeah, well, no, I'm, I'm, it's me versus Ibis on the final level. That's yeah. On the final level to win the game, you become Tom and you fight. <laughs> You've got to beat the Ibis. An Ibis of substance. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tom's the secret boss. Um, but yeah, Gordy Tallis. <laughs> A game, VR, a VR game of yeah. Gordy Tellus. How yeah. good would that be? And you're like, <laughs> your screen goes like red. And you just see, you see like yeah. hazes of red through the swinging. Um, Gordy could throw him. I thought someone. I've heard the cheese could throw him. The cheese he actually was more classically boxed. trained though, wasn't he? No, but he can actually. He's yeah. a boxer. Yeah. Um. But yeah, Josh Aloya has won. I think amateur fights can throw him. It would be a great fight. Great fight. And uh, there is word that there are other big names that will fight. Uh, big. Rugby league names that will fight, and these are some some of the chat that's going to be getting thrown about if this does happen. Woo. I cannot wait. I cannot wait. There's uh, nothing. And so this is a post-season boxing extravaganza. Fight of the century. Is that what you're hearing? I'm hearing fight of the century. That's the that's the rhetoric that's being thrown around. Look, in I don't know who who runs this show, but Eddie and I better get ringside seats where we can be dressed in furs. That's all of our. That's our dream. Yeah, that's our dream. It's our make, dream. It make it happen. We'll make it happen. Ringside seat, dress we'll in fur, either foe or rabbit. Yeah. Actually, in the comments section, maybe we should put together, like, comment what you think they should wear, you know, colours or, or who they should imitate. American Gangstar, yeah, Denzel well, Washington. It's definitely, look, fur is without, you can't debate that because we will, if we get tickets, it has to be furs. It's either faux fur yeah, or rabbit. Can't be real or rabbit. Fur. Can't be real fur. What, is rabbit play is, on? Yeah, we're trying to work out if rabbit was play on. It's, is, nah, I reckon just faux. Okay. Fine. Just foe. Let's foe keep foe. it as clean as possible. We'll keep it clean. Okay. Because the fighting's dirty enough. Happy to wear foe. Also need a hat. Like fur hat, though. So comment, comment, um, so comment what you'd foe like foe. them to wear. Maybe yeah. even like a stick, a walking cane, stick, yep. a cane. And glasses, okay. because I'll be so self-conscious. Maybe like I'll a Don King afro. 
I can well, Eddie go, could I actually can do one. that. There we go. There we go. We're, we're getting somewhere here. Um, so you you guys, genuinely, you're backing LIA over Gallagher. 100%. You can beat the great Gal. I reckon knock him out. 100%. Right I reckon he knocks him around, uh, no, round one. Yeah. You know what's crazy? Actually, I, I was watching round one. come up in my YouTube stream. And actually, you can I'll, we can go and find this. I think it's round four or round five. And basically, you brought up a stat where, because you were sitting last at the time, and you said, you know the last time we were sitting last? 2009, we ended up coming fifth. And we all laughed, like, hard. We laughed hard. You were actually correct. Yeah. Guess what happened last time we went 0-3? <laughs> we hey, yeah, guess what? <laughs> what happened? We came fifth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling you. You know what? You've changed my mind. <laughs> You've changed. That's 2009, look it up. <laughs> we came fifth. So it's fucking. You've changed my mind. Yeah. Fair play, fair play. Yeah, I thought I would. Yeah. I was. Uh, I kept that in the back pocket. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah. oh, when am I using this? Ace, <laughs> I'm going to drop this bomb on that you. That ace, thank you very much. Oh. I wouldn't have been laughing. No, I don't think we were laughing, Eddie. I think well, there's video footage you were both laughing. Yeah, but like, you know, like... But laughing because it's like, haha, you don't get it. Yeah. We will. We, we know what's going on. So and knowing laugh. I actually, two of the biggest predictions of the year have been Tommy's worth 40 points and from Wooden Spooners to the fifth place. Um, You're welcome. No, it was just from him, though. Well, the 40-point one was actually from Hello Sport, which was me. No, no, that was just from him. Is he worth 40 points a game? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. You, you're really bad at predicting. I don't know what it is with you on predictions, but it's pretty bad. Don't let him split us up here, Eddie. I'm not. Because you're very comfortable just to be like, oh, you know, fuck you, Dennis. And then Dennis like, yeah, okay. And then you just move away from me. And then I'm sitting over here marooned on an island by myself. No, 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 you're right. The 40-point thing was Hello Sport, said by me on Hello Sport. <laughs> this show, said by me on this show. So you're sort of right. Yeah, right. Okay. Now, oh, on to fuck myself. week two finals. Uh, an incredible, oh man, I cannot wait. Let's go. Manly versus Roosters, 750 in Mackay. Uh, round one, Roosters defeated Manly 46 to four. The talking points, Travojevic versus Tedesco would assume both players are looking for something to prove against each other. Uh, both sides completed very poorly last week. Uh, Roosters 67, Manly 72. Last time these two clubs played in the finals was 2013 Grand Final. We were Hargreaves, Tubu, DC, Foran all played in that game. The winner plays South in the preliminary final. Team news, Croker is back, which I think is a massive back. Uh, Tokiaho out for the Roosters. Nat Butcher returns. Give me your thoughts, boys. I think we go out there and do a job, Denon. Yeah. I think that's what happens. I think we dust ourselves off, pick ourselves back up, and yep. fucking go again against an arch rival in the Roosters, someone we've hated mm. for a long time, ever since we were robbed in 2013. Mm. Well, before that, yeah, but that's but a recent memory. That's a recent memory. I just think we've got too many weapons in the duffel bag. And <laughs> I know I say that a lot, but I actually fucking mean it, especially when I look over the, over the other side of the team sheet and Bruce I see... I old, see mediocrity. Old dead driftwood. I see driftwood that's washed up on a beach. Yeah. And some bloke's trying to fashion it into a fucking raft yeah, or something. Like, yeah. bruh, no, you're not full of That meat. thing ain't getting out the fucking The roost is a driftwood. Heads, that's not I mean? getting out the heads. Nah. Sorry, dude. The roost is a driftwood. Yeah, old shit driftwood. <laughs> old oh, shit driftwood. Oh that's not coming God. out the heads. No. Oh and that, but that's God. also not our opinion. That's fact. So, like, that's not a... We don't want anyone wow. to think that we're, like, talking shit. That's outrageous. That's the current side. The side in front of me, the side I can see. Yeah, the side that we're that's looking at. Driftwood. <laughs> Look at it. It's all pale and fucking. It's all. It's. It looks like it's got sunstroke. Yeah, it's gross. 
that's all, all washed obviously out. Obviously, with the greatest respect, like you know, there's some great players in there, but you know, Driftwood. There's some okay players. There's some okay there. players. Tedesco's Driftwood, all right. Driftwood can do the job. Drift, Driftwood isn't as bad as some may. Yeah, you know, it some can. It provides fuel for fires. Yeah, exactly. And maybe to they're starting burnt. a fire. They're going to burn towards the Premiership. Fire. The, the maybe they're going to burn Manly. Saab's boots. Yeah, Saab's butthole. We're the fire, and we'll burn the Driftwood. Yeah, I think sense? that the Roosters. Have had a phenomenal season and a great respect to the Driftwood, but like, you know, now is their time to be sort of like put to rest. Yeah, it's your job is done now. You've done well. If Manly get bounced out, yeah, do they? Does that mean they like crumble under pressure? No, I think it's a very successful season, as you pointed out just before. We were coming last, I think, in round five. So mm. obviously, we won't. We'll win, and then we'll get on to the South. So you feel like you well, crumbled under the pressure last week? It's a storm. No, we just didn't play our best footy. Yeah, it was a boil over. Simple. It's, it's shock just, loss. Yeah, it's a shock loss. You heard of shock losses before? They happen. Shock losses happen. Okay. And it's the shock loss we needed. Well, now then, we set ourselves you say up. This could be a shock loss for you guys because Roosters beat you. Nah, no, you can't go back to back shock nah, losses. Yeah, that, you know, back to back boy lovers don't happen. You never see them. Not they in the modern game. Uh, I think, honestly, hand on heart, we've got too many weapons in the duffel bag. Yeah. I think the Roosters are out of puff. I think we saw that against the Titans, who they should have lost to. Like, let's be honest. They didn't play great against the Titans. They should have lost to the Titans. Let's not forget that little piece of that information. Back row, that back row for the Roosters is looking scary, though. Had the same back row last week, and they almost lost to the Titans. Yep. Mm. You seem to be forgetting that little nugget of information. <laughs> yeah, we got beaten by the Storm. The Storm played fucking well. We didn't. It is what it is. The Storm were red hot. We all know that. And yeah. also the, the Titans, you wouldn't call the Titans red hot. No, Roosters have hot boy Sam Walker on the bench. Hot, when in doubt, go hot. That is your own saying. Yeah, it is, but he should be starting. That's a real driftwood move from them to have him on the bench. <laughs> Stupid. He's probably the only thing in that team that isn't driftwood, and that's no disrespect to some of our friends in that side, <laughs> e.g. Angus Crichton. Look, but yeah, enter this. All the pressure's on Manly. Of course there's pressure, but if you're going to win the comp, you're going to have to you're gonna encounter a little bit of pressure from yeah. time to time. Yeah, driftwood not good under pressure either. Driftwood I, fucking I think snaps. Manly's going to learn a lot of lessons out of that performance as well. What not to do under pressure, yeah. like cut Tommy Turbo out of your plans. Exactly. But, you know, we live and we learn and we grow the you've got to that that loss was actually probably the best thing that's ever happened to the club. <laughs> I reckon that's not too long of a bow to draw, Tom. <laughs> In terms of bows, I don't think it's too low. No, because I mean every player there now has finals experience. Tick. They also know what it's like to get a little frazzled and have the game get away from you. Now they go, oh, okay. Tick. Tick. And now Next you play Rabbitohs instead of the. You play Rabbitohs yeah, we're over the, the good storm. side of the draw Tick. against all these fucking Driftwood losers. And you know what can happen on grand final day? What? Anything. <laughs> <laughs> we got roasted on TikTok for probably a segment very much like this. I didn't realise TikTok was like a place to for us to get roasted. I liked that. I liked it. I don't look. You're universal. There's no age. There's no generation that doesn't love. As we sport. always say, Tom. Unqualified opinion, unwavering bias. Yeah. And if you want to cut that up and clip it, then fucking <laughs> so be it. Do it. <laughs> Bring it on. Um, it's going to be a cracking game. Cracking you must game. like Manly in this, surely. I, I do think oh, it's tough, though, because I thought Manly were going to come out and be much better against the Storm. But I think that as long as DCE builds pressure, Lachlan Croker is a huge in. I think he's really missed him. Don't look for points so early like i think i think manly got really used to just scoring a bunch of points because fucking tommy was killing it and Saar was killing it garrick was killing it whereas when you get up against the good teams you've got to build the pressure first and then so if dce plays like we all know we fucking can um i yeah i think they can be too much for manly as long as they enter the grind i, I wouldn't even be thinking about points for the first 
20 to 30 minutes. They'll come. You don't Manly don't need to worry about points at all. They can score points. Um, it's more about high completion um, and building pressure. So if Manly can do that, I think it can be a very big performance for, um, for, for Manly. Absolutely, do no you, doubt. Do you see what we're saying when we say their team looks like Driftwood? Be honest. Not at all. Not even slightly? Not like not even slightly. I don't believe that. <laughs> now, Panthers versus the Eels. Uh, round 16, Panthers defeated the Eels 13-12. Round 25, 40-6. Talking points. Eels have been knocked out at this stage of the finals three times in the past four years. 2017 versus Cowboys, 19 versus Storm, 20 versus Rabbitohs. Fisher-Harris has been one of the best props all year, but wasn't as impactful against South. So we have a lot to prove against RCG, Junior Paulo, who were both on fire last week. Penrith have been restricted to less than 20 points just five times this year, but one of those was against the Eels. Team news, Edwards and Leota both return this week. Crichton moves back to the wing. Staines drops out of the side. Sorensen returns to the bench. Lino dropped. Madison's back for the Eels. Makatoa dropped. Thoughts, boys? Why, firstly, was Madison dropped for McIntyre? Well, he's injured. Oh, right. So he hadn't played for a while. Okay. So I think it was just like they'd been winning in match fitness. Sure, sure, sure. I want the Panthers to win because fuck the Eels. But as I said before, I've got a vibe in my mind that the Eels might do it. Uh, Jerome Luai a bit off recently. Brian Toto, even though, you know, he's still Brian Toto. But they just haven't throbbed like... You would expect, or at least last week, they didn't throb like you would expect. It's a test of their medal. Have are they going to be able to bounce back? They're kind of embarrassed. Ivan, uh, he, you know, being the father figure of the club, got absolutely put on the bitch by Wayne Bennett. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. I don't does know that, about on the bitch. Does that well, affect the psyche of the whole Wayne side? Wayne fiddled with him. <laughs> played <laughs> him like a fiddle. Yeah, fiddled with him. Or <laughs> well, I mean, he played him like a fiddle. Well, yeah, you're Bennett's like fiddling fiddle. with Ivan. No, no, I don't, look, we don't know. We aren't played sure. him like a fiddle. He fiddled with him. Yeah, that's so he fiddled him. <laughs> he fiddled him. So Bennett's fiddled his diddle. No, oh. no, that's not what we're saying. <laughs> well, what's he fiddling with then? He's playing him like a fiddle, which okay. in, but you said he which is a him. string instrument. Yes, oh, not a wind okay. instrument. We found out recently. <laughs> um, and we just think that when you see your coach get played like a fiddle <laughs> get fiddled with get fiddled by another by coach. Wayne by an old man does yeah. that does that leave a lasting impression you know what I mean? is the rest of the squad now like oh god Wayne's now Ivan's dad like what do we do <laughs> Wayne's absolutely fiddled with Ivan <laughs> in front of all of us yeah <laughs> I, I think that like even though I, I I thought last week the Panthers were to come out and go all the heartbreak from last year we're here to fucking make a statement but I I just think that with everything that has happened it's, it may actually work into Penrith's um, benefit them because they're all going to be fired up. That's your coach, everything that happened, all the drama. I think Penrith Panthers, Leota is a huge back. Um, you know, he's so important to them. Him and Fisher-Harris, they just work so well together. I think it's going to be a big game from the Penrith Panthers. Do you reckon Dylan Edwards is someone that, like, he's he reminds me a bit of Lachlan Coote in the sense that he was, like, in a great side... He was a, sort of not by any means the best fullback in the game, but just sort of like he was a good player. Did a job, Tom. But he seems to be like the only real gun fullback in a side. Sorry, he seems to be like the only fullback in a gun side that isn't a gun fullback compared to yeah. like your big... He does his dick. job so well, though. Yeah. He do, like, I know what you mean. Like, Stephen Crichton was unbelievable on the weekend. He's unbelievable. But uh, Dylan Edwards just seems to work really well with Cleary. Like, yeah. he seems... 
everything that Edwards does seems to vibe with him. You know what I mean? Like you can have a, like a Crichton who played incredible, but maybe little things like he, he went to do that flick pass and Staines dropped it. Mm. Now it's mostly Staines' fault, but Edwards probably doesn't throw that pass. A little bit safer. You know what I mean? So like yeah. just these little decisions that the team is used to with Edwards being at the back there. I actually think it's a big back in because yeah. they've played their best footy when Dylan when Edwards has been in the side. So I agree with you. Like he's not like Tedesco. He's not like Tommy Trevojevic. But he does, does his job so well for that team. Gets a lot of metres, a lot of tackle breaks. Um, I think he's a big back in. But I think that the key is Leota and Fisher-Harris. They're going to be pissed off. They're going to be angry. And... and the, the problem for the Eels is is they sometimes struggle to score points. So, whereas Penrith, if they can defend well enough um, against the Eels, like, how's the Eels going to score enough points to beat them when on yeah. the, in the forward pack they should be able to match the Eels? I, yeah. think, I think Penrith go out and rip and tear. I think they have a, a massive match. game. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, and I, I, like, to your point, I, the Eels don't score points at will. Mm. They, don't. they nearly lost no. to the Knights. Like, some, like, you know what I mean? Like... They, they I can't were, believe it. What mate, I, there was what, a couple what, of there's a couple of plays in that game that swung the momentum mm. in their favour at key moments. Moses like, saved them. They could have fucking lost, hundred yep. percent. It was uh, a good game of footy, but like the Knights, no offence, they haven't set the world on fire this year. And I just think that if Panthers play the way they can play, yeah, they'll fucking work. I mean, there's like long periods there where Eels weren't weren't executing and getting the reward for a lot of their hard work. You do that if you don't take your opportunities against Panthers, they'll go and score, you know, two, three tries mm. and all of a sudden you're fucking sixteen nil down. And that's the concern with the Eels is that like it took Mitchell Moses' incredible running game to get him out of the shit the, the hole. Mm. Um but yeah, I, I just I think it's going to be a massive, massive. I think the first twenty minutes is going to be mayhem. Yeah. Like they're both massive forward packs. The difference is is that Penrith usually execute and um, score points when they get up the other end. Whereas Eels can like have four sets and not score anything. The problem is, is against Rabbitohs, they, they really struggle with that. Like they were up at the Rabbitohs end for ages and they couldn't get points, which is very un-Panthers-like. Did you see the stat? I think it was random stats guy. He did it on Ray Stone and Ray, he was like zero runs, zero meters, yeah. zero offloads, anything. It was, and 50 tackles, zero misses. Yeah. He was he eats motherfuckers race. He's though. so good defensively. He is fucking tough as nails. Yep. It's his name. Yeah. yeah you know what literally. I mean? Like yeah. a race stone would be race a good stone defender. Snaps people, yeah. That's that's almost a uh, a porno name, race stone. That's yeah. how aggressive it is in my yep. opinion. That's how much I like it as a name. I think it's a I think it's an unbelievable name. Like who's that? Race stone snapping block. Oh dude, have you seen race stone? <laughs> Kudos to the parents. It's I mean it's incredible work. It is great work. You know? Yeah. And, and also to raise him to suit the name. It's yes. one you can name a kid Ray Stone, but to snap blokes in the NRL, mm. fifty tackles, zero misses, Ray Stone, those two things—it's mm. almost poetry. Yeah. Well, that's it. You can call a bloke Ray, but you, have you raised him as a Ray? Yeah, yeah, a true Ray. <laughs> like but a like as a Ray. hooker, zero <laughs> runs from the hooker. He's just no, nah, nah, I'm just nah. here to fucking snap. I'm here to snap. I'm here to I know snap. my role. You know, look, when you're there to snap, you snap. He bends and snaps. Yeah, yeah. Don't bends to pick the ball up and snaps people. Don't fucking get fancy trying to. You know, champagne footy, snap blokes. No, 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 snap cunts. That's I it. I want Ray Stone snapping blokes, folding cunts, like the great uh, Kate Evans. Evans said. Um, what do you got there? Uh, Ray Stone, a couple of years ago in the Origin Under 20s, got Simbin for punching on with Queensland. Yes, so he loves fact. it. So it's punching what? Just punching on with Queensland. Yeah, so he it's in his it. DNA. Yeah, yeah. He loves it. He rips and, and tears. 
Yeah, he fucking oath he rips and tears. Ray, he Ray rips and tears. Ray can throw him. He surely can throw him. Surely. There's no way you're snapping blokes like that without being able to throw him. Um, Tavita's still no But photo. his old man's name was Ray as well. Yeah, that sounds like a family <laughs> name, doesn't it? It's a family Ray name. Um, and Will Smith actually does add a lot when he comes on. But yeah, I, th- I think the Panthers are going to come out and fucking rip, rip and tear. Um, that is it. Make sure to follow Hello Sport on Instagram. Got any announcement or anything? Nah. Don't no. think so, Eddie. No. About even on YouTube. Follow yep. Hello Sports YouTube channel. Subscribe. Follow. Will share. we do? Will we do another live? Like stars. Live this week. Ooh, what day is it? Friday. I'll do another live. I can do a live on Friday. We'll we'll announce whether we do a live or not this week. Um, probably on Friday. Obviously, the Manly Roosters game. Yeah. Uh, make sure to follow. Uh, the Punters and Dribblers page on Facebook. Uh, subscribe to the Hello Sport podcast on all your good podcasting apps. Make sure to grab a case of beer, the unofficial, official beer of finals footy, and I'll go and fuck myself. Thank you.